Hello! Welcome to a new episode of Reality Breached. My name is Sergio. I'm your host. Uh, at, at some point, I'm going to stop introducing these shows like it's some sort of show. It's like, no, it's just a conversation. Hey, guys! Woo! No, it's it's just it's just a conversation. Uh, we're here. Welcome to our YouTube channel. If, right. if you haven't done already, go ahead. Hit that subscribe like button. Like and subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it. Smash it. So, so, so we're, we're, we're gathered here today, uh, in, in a, in a, in a weird format that we've never done before. Um, I'm Sergio. I, I'm, I'm the, the normal host of Reality Breached. And, and with me today, I've got, uh, Brittany Sego of Hi. Twitch fame and oh Alden God. Kirkland of the Dead Scene Kids. Or I'm sorry, is it the Dead Scene Kids or just Dead Scene Kids? It's just Dead Scene Kids. Or yeah. if I'm referring to a person, like a Dead Scene Kid, is it, he is one of the Dead Scene Kids? Yeah, absolutely. Or a dead scene kid. That's both of those are those both of those I will accept. Are acceptable. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Uh, we're here to talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That one is specifically the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. They're Such a weird very, title. Very specific. You know, yeah. It's really funny that you say that because like, uh, you know, I stream on Twitch. If you didn't know, and that was one of the things like I started talking about, and I would just say Falcon and Winter Soldier, like Falcon and Winter Soldier show, and at I didn't realize that there were articles before their names. Like I didn't realize it was the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we got to put some respect on their names. Like the yeah. Falcon. He's not just a Falcon He's or the a Falcon. Winter Soldier. They're the. <laughs> I actually, the for the longest, did it the opposite <laughs> way and said uh, Winter Soldier and Winter Soldier and Falcon. Oh. Oh, oh. Okay. Well, technically, Which I think Bucky might be worse. First. No, Bucky <laughs> did come first, though. Technically, yeah, that's true. Bucky's uh, like well, hundred years old. Yes, he is. Uh, the, the The reason this is kind of weird is because uh, I, I'm taking the A podcast, which would be this group of lovely people, and Reed. Uh, the typical typically he's the co-host or just you know contributor. He's actually hosting the second half of this show that we're going to listen to or that you're going to listen to after this first hour. Um, Exciting. This is the gonna, this is going to be the good the, the the good part. So like after the first hour, feel free to just tune out. There's no yeah, ads just, or anything after that, so we're good. Just exit the app. Yeah. It was yeah. weird. We we did it like a uh, like it was like basketball style. Like yeah. I choose these people. I choose you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And Sergio yeah. throws out the Pokeball, and we all just pop out. <laughs> and then they sat and deliberated on like who they wanted, and we yeah. all just let them do it. We, we let did. them do it. We did. <laughs> look, look, look. Both of you ended up on the good cast. The so. good side, yeah. I I see no issues here. Yeah, I see no yeah. Issues. No. It's the most representative cast. Yeah, it's, there it's, you go. I'm not. It's look, the most diverse cast. Diverse. I'm not gonna tell them this. But this this is my my favorite here. The, the, my you. my two favorites are right here. <laughs> keep it real. It's, we keep it yeah. real. Yeah. So I, I guess let's get started on the actual topic. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, it was a six episode miniseries season of television. We're not sure yet. Uh, yeah, we're not sure. That debuted on Disney Plus. It just ended on Friday, uh, and this is the second. A television show following uh, WandaVision, which we talked about like a month ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, Brittany, since you haven't been on the show in a while, I'm going to let you go first. How'd you, th- how'd, how'd you like it? Cool. Well, 
let me preface by saying I am a huge Captain America fan. Um, if you guys did not know that, um, I love everything what Captain America stands for. So I thought it was uh, really good. My only issue is six episodes. Eh, I felt like it could have been more, but at, like, so let me just say like in the beginning when I found out that it was six episodes, I was really kind of like upset because I wanted more. But I feel like six episodes, 50 minutes each, 55 minutes each was more than enough. Sure, we had to fit a lot of, a lot in in a short amount of time, but um, I felt like it was really uh, well executed. I feel like they told us everything that we needed to know in the short amount of time to set up set us up something bigger, set us up for something bigger, if that makes any sense. It does. It does. I thought it was mm. great, though. I okay. feel like you didn't like it. I, I'm not gonna say I didn't like it, and we'll get <laughs> we'll get to to, to, to how I feel. Uh, I, I want to throw it over to Alden. Let, let's get all the let's all get all the cards on the table before we start playing poker. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm um kind of the opposite of uh Brittany. Oh my I, gosh. I I do I did love it. Um, but I am like not a big Captain America fan. I love that. I love the things that he stands for, but as far as like him as a character, I just, I feel that I feel the way I feel about Captain America, the same way I feel about Superman. It's like, eh, okay, thanks. You did great white boy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but like, I knew all the things that he stood for and like, I appreciated that. And, you know, um, I'm a man of integrity myself, and so like yeah. when I see that in in Cap, you know, uh, that's what I expect. But um, I will say, this was between this and Wandavision. I yelled at my TV, and on this one, I did not yeah. yell at my TV on Wandavision. I yelled at my TV. Yeah. Was that Captain like an ang- an angry yell or a? It a, was. Yeah, go get him! Like a, it was an angry yell. Uh, it was an angry yell. Oh my God! Yell like, yeah. um, I, cause I watch TV in my room and I have like a shit ton of pillows and I'm like clutching my pillows <laughs> like, oh my God, what is happening right now? So I did a lot of that this series. Yeah, I definitely agree. But, yeah, I, I I liked it. Um, I agree with Brittany. I think there should have been uh, more episodes, but they did a really great job of of telling the entire story. Um. I think the reason that they didn't uh, do as many episodes as they did with WandaVision, because WandaVision had already been uh, sort of filmed before the pandemic, whereas this was like, uh, uh, we're working that on makes something. Sense. That makes sense. So I, it kind of made, yeah, it kind of made sense. They were like, okay, let's just uh, sum this down to like as little as possible. So when you, because when you think about like even like the the spots in, uh, like if they're out in public, there's like a number of people. Like it's a handful of people. It's not a ton. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even really notice that. Yeah. I didn't notice that. The only, I think the only major scene they had there where there were a ton of people was the first episode, and they were like, he was talking to that dude. I don't remember. Sam was talking to that guy, and they were like at a almost like a outdoor cafe type deal thing. I think that's yeah. really like the only scene where, or even that first episode was really where there was like a ton of people there. In the stadium, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people in the stadium, which they probably would have like uh, 
what what's, probably, what's the term? Good point. I didn't even realize that. CG. It's all CG. Yeah, they probably CG that or like the like the club scene, which was probably uh, CGI'd as well. But there's a lot of scenes that they had uh, just a handful of people. It wasn't a ton. I, stop, I didn't even well, good eye, old and good eye. I didn't even yeah. realize hey, that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I like. All right, all right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, what's your card? Like it. <laughs> so not even like what? What did you like about it? It's like tell right. us why you didn't like it. It's not that I didn't like it. Uh, I think six episodes was the right length. Uh, I do now. But, I think I but, feel but, that but, now. But I feel like they squandered the time they were given okay. because a, a lot of the show felt like some bullshit TV show that you would watch on a Sunday night on CBS. <laughs> or ABC. Ooh. Or on ABC. Or on ABC. Or <laughs> on NBC. A, it's like, oh, yeah. t- t- tune in Wednesday. T- Chicago Wednesday. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, like, <laughs> this would definitely be a Sunday show. What do you mean? This would not be a Wednesday show. This the, is a what, Sunday night whatever, show. Whatever. <laughs> like, the, there was a whole segment of the plot. The, I, I, I can't remember what country they were in but it was when they first like travel to that foreign country uh latvia i think it was okay latvia. yeah whatever where they first you know met with the flag smashers oh yeah and yeah i could give zero shits about what was happening <laughs> in those scenes <laughs> like i had no no there it, were some it, scenes it, that were very lackluster though it was boring they like they they set up who the flag smashers were in like the first episode mm-hmm. and then didn't really reference their driving force, like what wh- what their cause was, for six episodes or till till like next till, till the end. You're like, oh, and by the way, remember why we're fighting? Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, that's true. And it just felt like let's fight and then run into another room and then fight some more and then run into another room, never actually changing the plot at all, never actually growing the the, the narrative that e- any of the parties are fighting for. It's just, yeah. let's squander these two or three episodes while we figure out how to get fake Captain America on screen. <laughs> because that's all that was. Like There, there were that two is- or three episodes that all, all it was was the the reveal in the first episode of fake Captain America and then two episodes of bullshit, and then fake Captain America kills a dude. Yeah. Like, everything between those two moments was garbage. Everything after that, it's fantastic. Yeah. Everything before that, fantastic. But I, I just, I, I feel like the the the, the way they, span, they spun the narrative, it could have been way more effective had they done something valuable within that time. And yeah. I just don't feel like they did. The flag smashers are fucking boring. It was flag really, smashers um, were boring. I really, I will say, like for their villain, the flag smashers weren't what I wanted. But I get it. Like we've just come off of Thanos. Like we're on a Thanos high. It's gonna be really hard for us to even get to that level again. But for like. For, for for like the big bad of this season, I feel like the Flag Smashers were really just like we're gonna have a group of people that are like fighting for to they want a world with no borders and oh we want to go back to the way we were and like this is their cause and blah and and Sam's gonna agree with them because he understands and I really felt like it was it could have been more like I really would have liked even John like I would have lo- really loved for John Walker his character to really more so progress into 
and I know he that's not that's not what his character is about, but like even just like him like fighting with with that, you know, instead of yeah. like flag smashers. Here's a, a anti well, let's I'm gonna put it in quotes because I don't believe that they were terrorists either, but like terrorist group, you know, and it, it was just like everything's always like terrorist group. Like yeah, let's yeah. like let's move on from that. Like we're past that, you know. Yeah, and 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 I I get that the story they're telling. They don't want like you, you can't really do that much with the Flag Smashers because if you go too far and they're straight up a terrorist group, yeah, then you don't have the 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 emotional punch that the final speech that um, right that, right that Sam gives at the end. Yep. Like That's if, true. if if. If they are justifiably terrorist, then it's hard for that to really mean anything. Right. Which means you kind of have to neuter them when it comes to the bad things they do. Right. And Which is all for, like, good causes. Like, but her killing people, like, that really wasn't for good causes. But, yeah, I mean... What is the like, military kills a lot of people, too. So. <laughs> right, right. But, I mean, uh, she felt like most of her stuff was um justifiable, you know? I mean, if she felt like she was doing this for a legit reason... Which is why Sam sympathized with her. Like she, he understood, you know, her cause and like what she was trying to do. But I still felt like they could have did a little bit more. Just my opinion. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree that the that the flag smashers are like they were pretty boring. And for me, this this whole series wasn't about you know the flag smashers. Yeah. Um, I it wasn't about it wasn't about the villain at all. Um, I said it at the beginning. It's like it was the uh, the the Captain America Shield show. Like, right. That's really what it is. It's like the trans. It was a transitional period on like, um, let's make this okay for this black man to, to be the center of this universe now. Um, are you prepared? You're not ready. Okay, let's give you a six uh, episode series on yeah. why you should be ready. Right. Um, which is what I felt like it was. Um, that's so or, true. That's so or, true. Or you know, like you look at Bucky and go, okay, so Bucky is kind of, if you think about it, he's kind of a Nazi, but he's not a Nazi anymore. <laughs> Are you okay with him being the center of this universe? You're not. Okay, let me show you why he should be. And so, yeah. <laughs> or like John, look at John Walker and say, you wanted another blonde hair, blue eyed white guy to be the center of the universe. Let me show you why it's not gonna happen. Right. <laughs> See, yeah. this is why I like that you're on here because, like, you you really bring like a different perspective. Because I would have never, I, I would have never looked at it as, you know, we're gonna give you six episodes of why Sam Wilson is gonna be Captain America. Like, that's, that's awesome. I love it. That's all yeah. I that's all I saw. Um, <laughs> and you know, you have you have Bucky who's trying to, uh, to think about where he came from, and when yeah. you know Sam gave the shield away, like. He gave a part of, you know, Bucky. Like he gave a part of him. He was like that. That shield is a part of who he is, um, because like Steve believed in him so much uh, that he was willing to die for him. Um, right. And like, so when it was the shield was just given away, like he felt like he was nothing. Um, that he wasn't a part of society anymore. He was like the okay, I belong in the Smithsonian, just like this this shield. Yeah. I'm nothing. Um. And then you have John Walker, who's like this just like regular military guy and like who does not stand for integrity. He's just he's just there to do what he's told. He's a yeah. military man. Um, and 
we're like, okay, so this works for the government, but it does not work for this. And here's why. Um, can, can, can we talk about John Walker for a minute? Sure. I'd sure, love sure. to. I'd love to. I'd love Cause, to. Because, <laughs> you know, the, 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 you know, the climactic finale of the first, the, the first episode where he pops out and you're like, who is this Ed Asner looking fucker? Right. Like, I was so mad. I'm like, that's not my Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why are his ears <laughs> that out? Has, that Jakey has a star on that shield. That was so bad. I was like, the fuck? And, and like, I, I was like, oh, they're, they're going to paint this guy as a villain. But I, like, I knew better. I've, I've seen too many, you know, MCU things to know. He's not just going to be a villain. Like we're oh. going to sympathize with him. We're going to un- understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Uh, and by and by the end of the show, he he does kind of have a redemption arc. You know, he's na- he's now a super soldier that's not Captain America. And what what I feel like his character did o- throughout the whole series is reinforce the 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 myth. It's not really a myth, but the legend that is um the original Captain America. What's his name? Steve. Steve, yeah, Steve Rogers. Wow. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's late. Whatever. Is your feelings hurt, Brittany? Yeah, they really are, though. <laughs> Steve, Sam, Bucky, whatever. Um, no, like his entire arc just reinforces the legend that that that, that is Steve because Steve was just a dude, just yep. a dude, and the the story of Captain America as Steve Rogers is a man who is just a man taking. A, basically superpowers and not becoming drunk evil. with power evil exactly yeah and john walker is just a dude who is given power he's, he's he doesn't have any powers he takes the powers and he isn't he, like he doesn't become evil but he immediately becomes drunk with power right mm-hmm. you know but and and the thing is, the sh- the the shield is actually his first power. The shield and suit is his first power. Yeah. At least that's how he saw it. Yeah. Um. Whereas that was the difference between John Walker and Steve is that Steve never saw the shield or the the powers as a power. He saw himself as like the entity, the power. Yeah. He was like that's why he was such an, a a guy of integrity. Um. And then you have John Walker, who like walks in a room. If Steve walked in a room and they say, who are you? He'd say, I'm Steve Rogers. Whereas right. John Walker walks in a room and they say, who are you? He goes, I'm Do you Captain know who America. I am? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you know who I am? But the, the thing we're is. like, yeah, boo, we know who you are, but we don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, John, on paper, on John, uh, on, on paper, John Walker is the perfect choice to replace Steve Rogers. You know, paper, a military man who has multiple purple hearts. Like he, he's literally the, the, the valedictorian of military work. And even he could not live up to the shoes that Steve Rogers left him. Nope. Because Steve, Steve Rogers is irreplaceable. Like that's I mean, the first thing you learn. He's irreplaceable. Captain so that's a big man. That's a big thing to take over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's huge. You you are literally like the symbol of America. Like when you think of like who's gonna save us, you're gonna think of. Well, first you're probably gonna think of like Avengers and stuff like that. But you're gonna you're gonna see Captain America in the front, the forefront, leading the Avengers or whoever it is to save the world. Yeah. And I think for Walker, he knew that, and he knew what he had to do in order to up uh, like uphold this image of who 
Captain America is or was. And I think he just kind of took it too far. He for did. me, like, I, for me, I really feel like he snapped um, when he realized that he could not beat the Flag Smashers or, like, Carly and her group. Mm-hmm. When, when he, he said, oh, they didn't even have to go It was really when, um, what do you call the Wakandans? The, the, the Dora Milaje. Yeah, Dora Milaje. Yeah, yeah, yes. And he was like, they don't even have powers. Like, he was like, they yeah. beat us and they have no powers. And I think that was when he was like... Okay, like I, I, I'm, I, I am literally just a dude. Like I need something more. Like this is not working for me. Like what happens when I come up against another threat like Thanos? Like that's what's going in his mind. Like he is just a dude, and he can't, he can't do what Steve could do. So that was when he was like, okay, let me, let me figure out what I can do to get to where Steve was in his career, or yeah. you know, his life or whatever, you know. Yeah, 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 and and, like, and that's and the difference between him and Sam. Yeah, that's the difference between mm-hmm. him and Sam. Sam never saw it as I'm trying to live up to Steve's potential or Steve's legacy. Sam saw it as I'm trying to continue my legacy with right. a new title. Look, yeah, but he didn't see that until the end of the show. So the well, until he true. talked to Isaiah that's Bradley. Yeah. Yeah. Until he talked to Isaiah Bradley. Yeah, and he realized like, you know, they ain't ready for no Black Captain America. <laughs> Say it again. One more time. <laughs> you know they ain't ready for no black Captain America. <laughs> but I think though, like, I think, <laughs> I think though, like, even though Sam knew the risk of what was gonna happen, like, he knew he knew what Steve wanted, and he knew what, or he knows what America needs. And sometimes, you know, like, sometimes we just need to be seeing stuff that we're not used to to make mm-hmm. changes happen. And that's what I think that really speaks to me on that level is because it's not going to always be what we want and what we want to see for a change to happen. Because there's probably tons of people, even at the end of um, Infinity War Endgame. I mean, even when Steve was like, it's yours now, like there were people that were pissed off. There were people that were mad, like legit mad. Like, why wasn't it buggy? And I'm over here like, you know, I was in the theater crying. I was like, yes. I was like, this is what we need right now. And then even to like, at the end when he's talking, when he's doing his speech, I mean, you're you're what he's talking about is happening right now. Mm-hmm. See, and you're I like, saw that the entire show, the entire yeah. show. That's exactly what I saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and like, there were a few scenes that were a bit heavy-handed, and yeah. I, I'm glad that. It wasn't just, hey, we're going to have this one really heavy handed scene and then never talk about race again. Yeah, because then I'd be like, the, the fuck did you waste my time for? But <laughs> when the whole story comes full circle and, yeah. you know, the big the, the, the big climactic speech at the end is very much about fuck you guys. I'm black. I'm Captain yeah. America and we have work to do like. Right. Like he's not looking that out. That show for... needed that so bad. It needed it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like. Man, it's so good. <laughs> like I just love that whole that whole last like episode. The sixth episode is probably one I'm gonna watch again uh, many times just because I it was just it was so real to me. Even though I know it's not real, but I mean you know I felt I felt it. You know, yeah. I, I I agreed with a lot of the things that were was happening throughout it. Okay. Okay. Well, let, let's let's uh let's talk about the other half of this show, and that is the Winter Soldier. 
That's exactly what I was gonna say. Let's talk. Let's talk about Bucky. Bucky. Because <laughs> I feel like Bucky kind of just got swept under the rug for most of the show because it was so. very much about where does the shield go and who you know. It, it it never was about does Bucky get the shield? Huh? Hey, what's Bucky up to? And it, and basically he's going through therapy because he's, he's real fucked up. Yeah, he's been through some things. I don't uh, think Bucky wanted it. I don't think Bucky ever wanted it. Bucky didn't want Bucky. I don't think he ever wanted it. Yeah, well, he didn't want it. Yeah, well, he definitely doesn't want it because Steve didn't give it to him. Yeah, that part, that's that, true. That is one true statement. That yeah. is one true. But I think I I don't think that Bucky wanted it because of the therapy that he's going through. He is not. He doesn't see himself as ready because he does see his best friend as this person of integrity and and oh, good yeah. light and things mm-hmm. of that nature and when he sees the shield like that's what he thinks of and when he sees himself he doesn't see any of that all he sees right. is darkness right yeah he yeah. sees the winter soldier he sees yeah. the winter soldier uh i really really enjoyed the the slice of life shit they did in the first episode yeah like, <laughs> like he, he, he like here's here's a day in the life of bucky barnes yeah He's, he's fucking emo and i'm fine with that like <laughs> awesome. i really 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 liked like the, the dynamic of, of of him going to therapy and 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 you know hanging out in that bar and talking yeah. to the old asian guy and, and going on a date and like go, yeah you know and it was just awkward and weird right 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 and i also really liked what they did with with uh with sam and him going sam. to new orleans and being like yeah. hey i'm home yeah I'm not a hero. I'm your brother. It's like, right. it's like, uh, okay, cool. But and no, I do, you've been gone. Like I do. Well, that's right. Cause he, he was gone, gone. Like he was like blipped away. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he like saved the whole world. I love like how, even though he like saved the whole world when he went back home, he was just Sam. He wasn't even, he wasn't even the he Falcon. Like he was, wasn't he was just Falcon. Sam. He was just Sam. Like nobody even cared. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, what's up, Sam? And I'm just thinking, like, if he was walking down the street with me, I would be like, oh, my God, I'd be, like, freaking out. <laughs> but he was just Sam. Like, like they, they know the, you know the Falcon? Oh, yeah, that's just Sam. That's just Sam. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Sam. just Sam. <laughs> they out here having him and, his sister own, him and his sister own that boat down the street. Uh, they're trying to sell it. <laughs> but don't buy it, because it's a piece of shit. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just but, Sam. He should stick to flying because he, right, <laughs> he doesn't he ain't know fishing. anything about this boat. He <laughs> don't know nothing about fishing. Now, I, I disagree. I disagree that uh, that Bucky flew under the radar in the show. Um, I think that I think that he was taken under Sam because Sam is a like he is a person that talks about trauma and yeah. And I think Sam was Sam was mentoring him, and he didn't know it, but I think Bucky knew, which is why he helped him with the boat and stuff. Yeah. Uh, because I think, even though like Bucky technically didn't finish his therapy sessions, he did by he working did. with Sam. Yeah. The best part though was when like he was trying to tie that pipe or uh, tighten the pipe, and he was like, "Well, why didn't you use your metal arm?" He was like, "Well, I didn't even I, think about it." I don't think about it. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm right-handed. I'm right-handed dominant. <laughs> That's great. Great. <laughs> the whole dynamic is like, I, I really feel like, like their dynamic is 
amazing. Like they have to be like best friends, like because they mm-hmm. are just like they're the way they interact with each other on the show and the movies is so good and it's so funny and it's like it feels like real life like how this is how people would talk to each other like like if you really think about it like they're not really friends they only have a common friend and you know how that is like you know when you have like that one person that you're friends with but they have multiple friends and then something happens with that one friend but y'all still have to like hang out it's like and it's like awkward and it's weird but you do it anyway for your one friend you know like they go to like they go to the store to like pick up dinner or something and y'all are just like chilling at the house so you have to kind of talk to each other but you know like in your mind that you're the best friend and they're not the best friend but they think that they're the best friend like that's their dynamic and it's like it's so genuine to me like how they interact with each other and i love it they hate each other but love each other so much deep they down. hate each other and love each other at the and same I, time and that has grown from uh uh the civil war film like that has grown yeah. it has been a, it has been one note the entire time and i yeah. love it. and even outside of the show, like they are still like that. They're really close. <laughs> they make sure that they do press with like press tours together. Yeah. And sometimes they'll actually get Tom Holland on press tours and they both talk they both talk about how much they hate Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> they, like I hate this little twerp. And <laughs> like it always happens. And then like sometimes like when Tom Holland is they'll talk about he'll talk about something. And they'll actually ask about about uh, and, uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. And it was like, oh, I hate those two. They're bullies. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, even outside, like in real life, they yeah. are like those people. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I, when it comes to the dynamic, I, I feel like they did a really good job of painting both of them in the context of their, I guess, their age. I guess would be yeah. the best way to put it because Bucky being, you know, 80 something years old or a hundred years old or however, however yeah. old so he's a hundred and something. <laughs> yeah. He, he doesn't have the, 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 the built in tools to manage things like mental health, like someone yeah like Sam would just naturally have being significantly younger and from a completely different generation. Right. So when it, when it was time for Sam, for Sam to get shit done, you know, that took mechanical know-how, so, you know, you got Bucky, someone who is from the generation of knowing how to do shit and mm-hmm. mechanical know-how. Right. He shows up and he's like, let's do this. Let's, let's, yeah, he let's, just like picks, he just like picks up yeah. this big old like thing and just like puts it down. Like, and they're just, me, they're like, yeah, damn. Let, let me tell you how motors work, Sonny. <laughs> you know, they both needed each other. Like yeah. they both absolutely needed each other. They would not have been able to function without each other. Yeah, yeah, and 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 by the end of the, the series, Sam, Sam was comfortable just saying, "Look, this isn't going to get better until you deal with the with the bad shit." Yeah, you know, and and, and that's not a thing that a hundred year old person thinks they're going to have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, that that generation just did, no, you just all you do is squash that and never deal with your feelings. I love the like the wording that Bucky said when he went and talked to his only friend now, other than <laughs> Sam, his only friend is this Asian man yeah. that's just about the same age as him. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe like 15 years, but they're almost the same age. And he tells him, um, 
your son died. Your son was murdered, and he was murdered by the Winter Soldier, and that was me. Yeah. So, like, Ooh. it was him coming to terms with the Winter Soldier being a completely different person and him saying, that was me. That yeah. was me. Was. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That was a good scene, though, for me. I, I liked it. Because that, like you said, that was him coming to the realization that, you know, he was he was bad, but he's not anymore. Mm-hmm. He wants to be a good person. He wants to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. It, that so, was one, are, that was one of the more powerful scenes in in. Oh yeah, in, in the show. and it was what like a minute and a half. Yeah, yeah. But, but <laughs> like I I couple that with with the scene where Bucky finds out. Like when when Bucky finds out, oh no, I killed this guy's son. Yeah. But like he my that. heart sank. He knew that he did though. He knew because that's why he was chilling and vibing with him at the mm-hmm. at the place. He was on his list. Yeah, like he I think what he did was he built that relationship with him because he was trying to make amends for killing his son. Does that make sense? I yeah. d- see, I don't think he knew that. Because oh. he went because he went to his house to confirm that it was his son and so he he didn't like the revelation didn't hit him until he saw the picture until he like went to his place that one time. Yeah. Like in the beginning, not in the second, the second time he went. Yeah. The first right. Time. Right. The first time. Oh, okay. Cause, cause, See, cause it, it, it would be knew. really weird for them to do all of that just for the audience, but I which mean, I'm sure it was partly for us, but, but I mean, if you watch like any film and that, like some type of betrayal happens like that, that's normally what it is. Like they know. And then they like spend all this time with them and they're like friends and they're doing stuff on the weekend. And then of course, like the last <laughs> five minutes, they're like, Oh, by the way, I killed your son. Here's and, a I mean, and yeah. where have we seen this before? <laughs> I'm when trying to Bucky think of killed like, Tony's parents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he was like, "By the way, I did." And then this. he's like, "You knew," and, and he, he said, knew. "I did know." Yeah, he knew. He knew that he did it. I feel like everything that he did as the Winter Soldier, he kept that. It wasn't like it, like like Bucky turned off and the Winter Soldier wakes up. I mean, I, like you could say the same even for uh, Bruce Banner and Hulk. Like Bruce mm-hmm. Banner knows the shit that Hulk does. Hulk knows the shit that Bruce Banner does. They're the same person, the same mentality. They're it's just, just in a sunken place. Yeah, they're just <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just he he's, he can he can like still see. He just can't react or like stop what he's doing because he's being controlled. So I think he knew. I think he had an idea. It's yeah. just he I liken it to being like blackout drunk. <laughs> like <laughs> when you wake up the next day you're like the fuck happened and someone's yeah. like dude you killed a guy and you're like, like oh i remember it, that now yeah yeah like you killed like you know a whole restaurant of people dude <laughs> yeah uh, it, like it's it's it, it's it's starting to become a trope that the winter soldier killed everyone's like loved ones <laughs> yeah like yeah absolutely is that, is that gonna be like a thing going forward or are we gonna find out that that, that the winter soldier killed uncle ben um you know, I really, oh my god, I hope not. That'd be horrible. I think though, I think we're I think we're past that now though. I think he's fought those demons and he did what he had to do. And I think now what we're gonna see moving forward is more of his character development. Mm-hmm. So now we know that he's he's made amends, he did what he had to do, he crossed off those names. Mm-hmm. Now now he can grow as Bucky. Like, we have thrown, like, that was him throwing the Winter Soldier away. We're done with that. Where does Bucky go from here? The White Wolf. 
The White Wolf. Where does the, the White, White Wolf? <laughs> yeah. So 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 um, by the end of the show, the, the, it's officially renamed. Like the, the I, I don't know if oh you know this before the final credits. It was awesome. It, it yeah, the name <laughs> came up as Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Oh, it's so good. Which I got I got some severe fucking goosebumps. Like I, I screamed. I, yeah, that was my awesome. arm hair got real fucking long. Like that's that's how tall the goosebumps were. But yeah. What does um, that mean? So what does that mean we, going forward? Uh, it means that, that what Captain it means. America's a black man. <laughs> it, mean, it means what it means. Like, what you mean? What does it mean? It means what it means. He's Captain America. So, oh, okay. Okay. Well, we know that Captain America 4 is in development. Is in development mm-hmm. with, 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 with Sam as Captain America. Oh, like, are we... What happens with Bucky? Does Bucky get his own spinoff show now, or does he get his own movie? Is He clearly is going to be back in in some form, right? I think they're a troop now, or a, a duo now. Yeah, I think I they're a duo. I don't, I don't think you can have one without the other. I don't think we're going to get the Bucky show. I, I don't think that that's what we're what we're going to have. I think we have no choice but to have um, uh, Captain America and Winter Or Really, it should... First, we have to figure out a name for, for Bucky, because like Winter Soldier is like, we're done with that. Like We need to move on. The White Wolf is good. The White Wolf. The White Wolf. So I'm really... I think... They're gonna be together. I don't. Captain think America and the White Wolf. I don't know if they're gonna use White Wolf because you know it's 2021, but <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, whatever they. But he he can't just be you know Bucky. I guess you can't have like Captain America and, and Bucky. Like that just sounds strange. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I I I, I trust the you know Marvel people to do whatever they're gonna do. Uh, Zemo. <laughs> we have not talked about Zemo. Oh we have not. I love I, I love Zemo. Love him. <laughs> I knew that they were gonna bring back a um old character, and you guys know I don't watch trailers. Y'all know that. And so yeah, I was like either, thinking, Brittany. like I know I can't do it. So I didn't watch anything. Like I went into this completely not knowing anything, and so. I was like, okay, who are they going to bring back? Like, there has to be someone that we haven't seen in a really long time. Who are they going to do it? And I was like, oh, it has to be Zemo. Because, like, who else could it be? He would be the only one that would have ties to Bucky. Mm -hmm. And I loved his dynamic, too. Like, his agenda is like, we about to kill all these damn super soldiers. I don't give a shit. (laughs) And, like, that is literally what he did. Like, that's all he really wanted to do. He don't care about nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing, Nothing else. else. He don't care. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to kill you. Then he just straight up shot that doctor, dude. He was like, what you think he was going to do? You thought he was just going to not make any more super soldier serum? That's what you thought he was going to do? He was like, no. We about to Today end. he not. Right. Today he not. We're going to just end it. It's done. It's finished. And and you know you know what? I am completely on board <laughs> with with that mentality and that, that attitude. And it, that, like that character carrying that mentality of, they all must die. How do yeah. we make this happen? Like you're I'm a super sure. soldier. Let's end all these guys. Yeah, boom, you know? you're done. But like, I I don't know if I like the whole him being a baron. I know he's a baron. Oh, yeah. His name's Baron Zemo. <laughs> His like, name's Baron. It's like, oh oh, by the way, I'm rich. Like that's real fucking convenient, Zemo. He's like I'm rich, <laughs> and I'm just sitting here thinking, like, well, if you're so rich, why are you still up in jail, boo? <laughs> like, what? Like I, I think I, I, he's I feel okay with being out. in jail. I mean, you saw what his butler did at the end. I think he was okay with being in jail. I mean, when uh, like him reading his books and like knowing that 
what he did was wrong. Um, like him coming to terms in Civil War to T'Challa, like was him saying, "Okay, I deserve this." Right. And I he, think I think I think what we what we fail to to look at is that Zemo technically is a man of integrity. Yeah, he is. He is mm-hmm. a man of integrity. He gets shit done. Uh, he did. He yeah, did he, more. He, he did he more than done. what anybody else could do. <laughs> uh, we just his 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 ideas are sometimes skewed. Is that's the only issue. Yeah. yeah. I like. I think my issue with him in this series is them bringing him back as like this weird uncle. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and trying to flesh his character out as if he's a playful little douche. Like, yeah. no, dude. Like, be the. Be intimidating, right? Like he was really freaking cool. Like that's, I that's really was like, why do you need really to make cool. Zemo cool? He really was, and then he was like dancing up in the club like a normal old person, like a normal <laughs> old dude. And I'm like, okay, he out here at the club, like living his best life. He definitely like it almost felt like though, what do we call it? Fan service. Mm, it almost Maybe. felt like it was a fan service. Yeah. Like it was kind of like, okay, we got to bring somebody back. Who are we gonna bring back? Oh, Zemo, that's perfect. But let's make him cool because we want people to like him. We don't want anybody to be mad at him for all the horrible things that he did. Let's have give him a redemption arc and make him fun and no, likable. See, uh, I don't think it's and, a redemption arc. I don't. No, it's I don't think it's, it's, it's just an affirmation arc. arc. Like we know that that's who he is, and this confirms it. I I, I, just, I I think they're just start. I think they're starting Zemo up for like uh like a Marvel Suicide Squad. Like they bring yeah. they bring up the raft so many times in this series. Really like did. we yeah. only hit a raft really once. Yeah. I, I, okay. It, I'm I'm gonna say it again. Like this this whole Baron Zemo having having a fun playful thing made it seem like a garbage TV show again. Yeah. You know, it's like it, 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 almost like uh. What's that fucking show? That show with the guy, the oh, blacklist. Yeah. Uh That what? The blacklist. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, with um um another dude. What's his name? James Spader. James. Yeah, with James Spader in it. Spader. Like, oh, he's he's technically the bad guy, but he's so charming and, and we're right. gonna make him a likable bad guy. It's like fuck you, dude. No. That is like, what they do with Zemo. <laughs> don't change the character from what we know him as. Like he yeah. was. He was, he was this dark, vindictive prick. Right, right. And he did what he was gonna do and was gonna off himself. Don't have him frolicking with the fucking good guys in this series. Right. They did. They really did. They really did. They like did. just have him chilling and vibing, like living his best life. And then like, and then like they were all fighting in his little apartment. And he like left in the bathroom drain. <laughs> he like snuck out. He was like. He was, like he was like, y'all got this. And he really snuck out. It was out. some Fast and Furious shit, dog. <laughs> like, he really was like, I'm out. <laughs> and not one person was like, man, where's Zemo went? Like, this is his place, and we all just in here fighting. Like, nobody, not caring about nothing. <laughs> I think Zemo knew. He was like, oh, that's the door I'm allowed to I'm out, dog. Yeah, I'm out. Uh-uh. I, know I don't fuck gonna... with black girls. <laughs> I don't fuck with black girls. <laughs> <laughs> But his character—I mean, I think his character was more so like the comic relief and kind of like he was just there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like, a fan service, honestly. But I liked his character. I think that he did kind of 
bring something to the table. <laughs> he brought the fact that, like, that was their connection to the power broker or whatever, like, who was making the super soldier serum. Like, that was literally what he was there for. We probably could have found it without him. But they were like, we got to bring Zemo back. That was like when they brought Red Skull back. You know, I mean, it was just like... <laughs> like we, we knew Red Skull was coming back. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, who can we bring back that people probably might have forgotten about? You know? Yeah, but they, like, the Red Skull was not in an integral role. He was basically just the usher. Yeah. Right. But that's what he was, too. He was the usher. He was literally the person that was like, hey, you need a place to stay while we're in Matapur or whatever, however you say it. I got you. I got a ton of money, too. I'm rich. And then, like, he took them <laughs> to where they needed to go. And then that was it. And then we literally, like, don't see him anymore. Like, he kills old dude. He kills the doctor or the scientist or whatever. And then he was like, I'm out. Like, y'all have fun. I did what I was supposed to do. All right. And then was- all right. What's On a um... scale... On a scale of one to ten, uh-huh. how obvious was it that Sharon Carter was the power broker? Do we have to <laughs> stop at ten? <laughs> I knew someone was up with her. Like, I one hundred percent knew that she was the power broker. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, oh, oh, Do God! I, you're, you're just reminding me about things that I did not like, like. <laughs> That was one thing I did not like about the show. I was like, oh, God damn it. Like, this was easy. <laughs> I didn't like, like it either. I, I like, like, I like Sharon Carter. I hate what they did with her in this series. I do too. I, I, I hate it. Yeah. I, I hated the fact that they – that the, the MCU has gotten so ridiculous in some areas that they literally accidentally dropped a whole thing full of super soldier serum all over the floor. Whoopsie! <laughs> right! <laughs> Because she had it in a fanny pack. I, I, ho- I hope no rats drink the super soldier sil- serum. Super rats. She had it in a fanny pack. The, the, the like, reason Captain like, America is that in a so, fanny pack. so significant is because he's the only one of his kind. Well, not really. We found you know, out he was not the, the only one. Then, then you then you introduce Bucky as like his opposite. You know, it's like ah, the the, the Russians can do this too. Okay. There's, you know, you have two sides of the same coin, yin yang, whatever. But when you just have this this scientist who's like, I'm I'm pumping out super soldier serum. Who wants them? Who wants them? Huh? Yeah. Like it completely devalues the idea of the super soldier. And John Walker in the front row going, me, 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 me. I want one. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, my, it was basically just Oprah saying, check under your seats because now you're fucking super soldier. <laughs> And it really bugged me, man. She's like, you can be a super soldier. You can be a super soldier. And they really, they, and they better not do this shit with like, like when they do the She-Hulk show, they better not have like nine Hulks. It's like, oh look, you get to be Hulk. You get to be Hulk too. <laughs> like, come on, like let these, let the super soldier characters be special. Don't water it down by letting everyone be it. Like that's part of the reason the Flag Smashers were so shitty is because they wore stupid masks and yeah. They all were super soldiers, but couldn't get shit done. Like, come on. They couldn't, yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't fight anybody, <laughs> it felt like. Like, they were all so, like, kind of sort of losing their fights. They were all sort of like Superman fighting <laughs> with brute strength. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, oh, and Sharon Carter being Which the shadow, shadow broker <laughs> is the least believable thing I think they've done in yeah. the MCU so far. I didn't like it. I'm, I'm going to go the, to the land of brown people as a white woman 
and take over the shadowy, shadowy underground of Super Soldier Serum? Fuck you. No, you're not. Yeah, yes, she is. She's Sharon Carter. She can. <laughs> I mean, she no, can do not. anything. <laughs> it definitely felt like, and like we understand, like the reason why she uh, took this role, so to speak, is because I mean she did get screwed, but at the same time I'm like, but your mom or your aunt or whoever wasn't it like her aunt? His aunt, yeah. Her aunt, yeah, her like aunt. invented like shield. Like you're like, you know, like. You know, I'm just kind of like, this is what you're doing. Like, that's how mad you are that you had to go and like be bad because you got screwed. <laughs> like, okay, you know. So, so this is just a, lo- a long temper tantrum, is what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're you're pissed because you got you know screwed. Whatever. Yeah, I it's mm, just f- fuck, man. No. You know, now she. Are now we excited about the young inventors? I, I I like I heard rumblings of that. Who's all in that? What like what is that? Uh, Isaiah Bradley's uh, grandson, Iron Patriot. Okay. Uh, okay. The boys, um, from uh, Vision, WandaVision. Uh, Wanda, yeah, Wanda's kids. Okay. Um. Then you how have. Are they, how would they get to be in it? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But fucking they're, magic. Uh, like they'll they're not. Yeah, they're not magic. real. <laughs> well, they're gonna find a way to make them real to put give them a TV yeah. show. <laughs> I guess they were real, yeah. technically. Yeah, they they were real. I mean, tech, Vision was able to do stuff. He gave his knowledge to a whole, not, like, a real person, a real thing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That it's supposed to be Iron Patriot, uh, Wiccan, Speed, uh, Hawkeye 2, and... Um, Hawkeye 2. <laughs> such a bad name. <laughs> Hawkeye 2 and, uh, and Ant-Man's daughter. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. D- but you're right. Haw- Hawkeye Two is a really stupid name, and this is coming from someone <laughs> named Sergio Lugo the <laughs> Second. Man, it'd be crazy if you named your kid Sergio Lugo the Third, right? So oh, like, shit, you're not I even did. like, you're not even like a junior. You're the second. Like, Don't you're not get me started. Don't get me fucking started. Okay. okay. I'm just double checking. I may live in Rankin County, but I am not a redneck. Don't like, call me junior. Not even a junior. You're literally the second. Yes. It's okay. royalty. Royalty. I see. I see. <laughs> okay. So I okay. I can I can get on board with that. I don't, I don't know. Hawkeye two is a bad name. Speed. That kid's is name bad. is Speed. His nickname is his, his, his Speed. So is he named after the drug? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> but okay. But Look, I'm, can, I'm, I'm down. Speed. Okay. Well, I, I'm I'm okay. Let, let's now we got a few more minutes left. Let's uh do do something a little different here, and we're we're now two television shows into this this MCU television experience, yeah, mm-hmm. or streaming experience. Uh, would you say this is better or worse than Wandavision? Mm-hmm. Alden, you go first. Um, I'd say I just can't I I can't I can't compare them because like to, they're so you, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so different. They're so different. <laughs> Man, it, this that WandaVision was all about like uh, creativity and you know it's like oh what am I gonna do with you know I've lost all of my things I'm depressed and like depression and anxiety that's what that show's about and then you look at Winter Soldier it's like this is all about racism and Black Lives Matter and anti White Lives Matter um, and fuck cops and Antifa <laughs> so it's like shit gun to your head 
Which one do you wow. choose? Wow. Oh, my God. Or gun to your head, which gun one would you watch? If someone was like, watch gun one of them. <laughs> Damn. Gun to my head. I mean, I, I, lived, I lived through Falcon and Winter Soldier every day, so I would choose WandaVision. Mm. Oh, that's that's a – you pulled that answer out of your ass? Fantastic. Absolutely not. I did not pull it out of my ass. I wear mm. it on my sleeves. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I feel it. Uh, Brittany. You know, uh, I have to, I'm not going to say that I agree fully, but I would have to pick WandaVision. I don't know why, though. Like, I don't know. I think WandaVision was just a little bit more, um, I don't know. I would watch it again, but I would probably watch WandaVision first, and then I would watch Winter Soldier or Falcon and Winter Soldier. I just, I felt like it was, it was really good. It was really, 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 really good. Yeah. And it, it was exactly what we needed. We needed something that had a lot of action and was like, you know, really fast paced and everything like that. Because, you know, WandaVision didn't give us that till, you know, what, the last two episodes, episode, episode you know, six. but I really feel like I I liked that we were able to learn more about Wanda and the struggles that she was going through, because we already kind of knew the backstory between Bucky and Sam. We already knew mm-hmm. a little bit more about them. Um, this was just like Alden said, getting us ready to have a black Captain America. Like that's literally what I felt like most of this was about. Whereas WandaVision was like, hey, this is the Scarlet Witch. Like you don't really know about her, but now you do. And now she's ready to take on her role um, in the MCU like fully, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And 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 you know, I'm gonna agree. Like WandaVision. No, I, you know what? I'm I'm going to agree, but I'm also going to say, duh, yes, WandaVision is <laughs> way better, way better. WandaVision is way better, yeah. Way better. It's a it's just a the aesthetic of story. it. Yeah, like the aesthetic of it was a lot better, to, in my and, opinion. And it felt like an event. It felt like a movie, Cap, like Captain America and the Winter Soldier, or or the the the, the Captain Captain America Shield show. <laughs> felt like a TV show. It felt like some bullshit stuff that you have to get through to get to the last two episodes yeah yeah and it was the clone wars of star wars it was the cl- oh my god yes <laughs> like the, why okay 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 and th- this is probably just my 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 white guy coming out okay because <laughs> all right we're ready we're ready okay so obviously i as a white man am not uh Wait, able do I? Oh my god. <laughs> You're white. Yes. I'm I'm very white. Anyway. <laughs> I, I am not able to sympathize on the race stuff. I can I can yeah. I can claim to understand it, but I never will, right? Absolutely. Uh, I get that there's issues and we need to fix them, and I'm willing to 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 listen to the people who it affects to do so. You know, I I'd like to think that I have the right mentality when it comes to that. But when it comes to watching a story unfold and the veil of you know, this is ultimately about race being pulled out at the very last minute. It's like, ta-da! See? Yeah. It was about race the whole time. Okay. I appreciate that, and I feel like it's really well made in that respect. The problem is is that the the entire journey there, I wasn't looking at it as a race show, and so the cracks in the the plot and the the idea made the show seem real fucking silly. And let let, let me let me qualify that. So they're basically f- 
the first five episodes is them arguing over who gets to carry a frisbee. <laughs> okay. Take I mean, all the race shit out. Yes. Arguing yeah. over who gets to carry a frisbee. Mind <laughs> you, a frisbee that's replaceable because we're friends with Wakanda now. Yeah. <laughs> like they could just make another one. They could, yeah. You if know, they really wanted to. So, like, me just watching this show as just, you know, random white dude, I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Like, yeah. Just get another shield. Like, there's. Do you know how much vibranium is in is. Wakanda? Make just make another. Yeah, but his was like, like kind of like. Melt eh. Bucky's arm. Shit. Like, you have plenty of it. So, the, the idea that this fuss was, 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 you know, done over one weapon that isn't right. even a weapon was real silly until what I saw what the show was actually about. Yeah. You know? And I, I, I hate that I let that affect how much I liked the show because d- watching it week to week, I'm just like, okay, get to the point. Okay, get to the point. Okay, get to the point. And they finally did. I just feel like all of the, like the, the, the Jenga tower that was this show was just real clumsy. Okay. Kind of rushed. Uh, and... The, I, I think the last thing I want to I want to <laughs> point out, and it it made me just chuckle every single time in the last episode when 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 John Walker shows up with his trash can ass <laughs> Captain America shield. <laughs> it, he found he found that shield at at the uh, at the garbage uh, place where Fat Albert hangs out. Dude, every single time he uses it, they, whoever does their foley work. Made went out of their way to make sure it sounded like a trash can lid every time he thanked <laughs> it. And I fucking loved it. Like whoever their sound effects dude needs to be at the Oscars right now. <laughs> yes, yes. Like dominate that man. <laughs> um, it was really, it was really bad. <laughs> Did he? Okay, so I have another question because we're talking about uh, vibranium. Are 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 Sam's new Falcon wings? Are those vibranium as well? Because, you uh, know, Buck, Buck is like, hey, I need a favor. I do need something. And then he, like, opens up the suit, Or he brings him the suitcase, and he doesn't even open it until, like, I don't know. It feels like 10 days later he finally opens it. Um, and then, of course, we know it's, like, his new suit. So the wings are vibranium. Wings are vibranium. Joaquin okay. has, the, has the old wings, and he's actually working on them. As oh, that's right. That's Sam, right. Mm-hmm. Sam is giving that speech. Joaquin's working on them. He will that's be right. the next Falcon. Yeah. Suppose, and- as far as what it looks like. And I'd be willing to say most of his uniform is probably uh, vibranium. vibranium. Yeah, the way he yeah. the way he took that truck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, much much like uh, Black Panther's, you know, outfit is vibranium powered. Whatever the fuck that right. is. Like, yes, it's been imbued. Okay, because that's what I was wondering. Because I was kind of like, okay, Saint, or, uh, Bucky asked for like a favor. And of course we know that. I mean, like as soon as he was like, "Hey, I need one more thing," like you knew what it was gonna be. But I'm thinking, like, okay, like how is he gonna make this to where you know if he gets shot, he's not gonna die or anything like that? Yeah. Because <laughs> that still will kill you, clearly. Because what time. didn't Carly get shot like three times? <laughs> Carly got shot three times and she died, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, but I mean, like Cap's frozen in ice and that doesn't kill you, I guess. No. Not if you're a super soldier. <laughs> but she is too. Yeah, but. There, there's yeah, a there's a difference bullets, between bullets being still kill. Bullets still poke holes and shit. Literally, John Walker gets his arm ripped off, and like two episodes later, he's fine. Literally, gets his arm ripped off, 
No, Don't, he didn't. Yes, he did. He They ripped that shield off of his arm, and his arm broke. Like, they bent his arm back and, like, yeah, really they did ripped, break his arm. They, like, broke his arm, like, okay, bad, well, bad. Broke his and arm. And then he was in a sling for one episode, and then, like, the next episode, he was building his own shield, and he was fine. Like, never, nothing bad ever happened to him. So, obviously, we know that they, we already know from Cap that they have, like, high regeneration um, aspects yeah. of it. So you're telling me she got shot three times in the stomach and she died from that. Yeah, man. That was what I mean. Okay. So look at it this way. Look at it this way, Brittany. You know, those, those, uh, force flex glad bags. You can put all you wanted to them. (laughs) But if you poke a hole, it's it's a wrap, dog. But I'm just saying, like, you're telling me, you're telling me that we have, consistently seen super soldiers like in this series do some wild things and she gets shot and she dies hey look blood loss is a motherfucker yeah blood loss i guess i mean we have literally (laughs) seen like wolverine like step in the fire that doesn't count that's different that's different like he stepped in the fire and he was burnt up okay and he regenerated like boom that doesn't that doesn't count that's not the same two different things yeah. Two different things. Yeah, that's two different things. Like, two different things Deadpool and two different his, series. Deadpool had his hands cut off. He grew new ones. That's what I'm saying. That's Hello? Different. It's different. It's, it's that's different. different. Regeneration is different from Super Soldier. Okay, I'm just saying. And and they've been very careful not to explain exactly what Super Soldier means. I'm just saying. He literally got his arm ripped off, and he was like, two episodes later, he was fine. Y'all think about that. Y'all go back and watch it. Watch that fight. Where they were fighting with him, trying to take that shield they, away. They, from him. That they, they like ripped the hell out of his arm. Look, and I don't, they, I don't need any more evidence for John Walker to be a joke. Like, just really, it I really mean, didn't sit right with me. That was the only, probably like the <laughs> biggest grievance I had with that show. Ripped his arm off. Two episodes later, he was fine. Like it was cool. Like nothing happened. He went to like his little hearing where he got court-martialed, and then he was in the sling. And then literally after that, he wasn't in it anymore. One whole episode, he was, he was like in a sling. Knowing no, damn well. I think that actually might be the end, Brittany. At the end of that episode, he's actually making his shield. That's what I'm saying. So you're telling me like it was like what, like four months later? No way. <laughs> that, well, that, was, that was his shield arm. So he doesn't have to move that much. He was like banging, but he was like working like in a shop. He's right-handed. <laughs> Boo, go back and watch. I'm just saying, okay? Like, it does not sit right with me. Well, she gets shot three times, and you're telling me she she died from that, like, instantly? Yeah, And you're absolutely. telling me she couldn't be like, she couldn't be like, oh, Sharon's the power broker. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, that's all I'm saying. She said it like, with her dying words. Right, like, oh, power well, broker. She surely, Sharon surely was looking up like, this bitch about to say something, ain't she? Wasn't she, though? She was looking up like she knew she was about to say something. Well, but she probably going to cap her again. If she was you also start have to, to take into consideration that outside of Sam and Bucky, like, there wasn't anyone who cared if she lived there. But I, I mean... mean if, if we're honest, Bucky probably didn't care either. Yeah, Bucky probably that. didn't. So it's not... Unless Sam is going to be like, yo, call the hospital. Like, she's just going to lay there and bleed out. And he didn't even call nobody. He mm-hmm. just he just lifted her up and just took her right on outside and said, "Man, this girl dead." <laughs> like I'm just saying that that was probably like my only grievance. I just remembered that right now. I'm sorry. I know we're we're going <laughs> on now. I'm sorry. 
that just really pissed me off. Like well, it really uh, did. It seems so. Like we, it really we, we did. Have, we, we have just a few more minutes for final thoughts. And since I let Brittany go first the first yeah. time around, uh, Alden, what are your final thoughts on uh, the, the MCU S.H.I.E.L.D. show? <laughs> um, if that's not the title of this episode, we're just going to be upset. <laughs> yeah. um, fuck cops, dog. Like, <laughs> that's my final thoughts. Those are my final thoughts. Fuck cops and fuck cop culture. Uh, fuck John Walker. Uh, I knew that he would be a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's very very <laughs> succinct and to the point right yep. Brittany, throw th- throw me your final thoughts um i hope we get more in uh captain america 4 i hope i i felt like it was good it was a good series it was what we needed at the time um for everything that's going on in, in america and the world right now i just kind of want more it was really predictable like you knew what was going to happen you knew how it was going to play out and it might just be you know like like you said earlier like we've just seen so much mcu stuff now at this point that we're kind of numb to like the story and like how the story progresses uh so i just hope that the movie gives us more i hope the mcu like i guess i would go be going into uh loki is next i think yep yeah, um, Loki is next. So I hope Loki can kind of give us more unpredictability. That's that's what I want. It was a little predictable, but good. Okay. When does right. Loki come? That's like coming in June, like June? or July or June, something. It's, Let me look. it's the Man. summer. It's definitely in the summer. That's uh, crazy. We got winter. We got we got Captain 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 Falcon and Winter Soldier like two weeks after WandaVision. Captain uh, Falcon. <laughs> June eleventh is when it's looks like it's coming out okay yeah and that probably had a lot to do with the pandemic because i know that yeah this one was pushed back a lot um as for my final final thoughts thoughts? yeah yours uh, i i feel like the so the show suffered because they tried so hard to make everybody a good guy Mm, okay every single person on this show outside of sharon carter oddly enough is arguably a good guy uh, and but, but most importantly, a human person. Like all of the mistakes and all the the things that you know John Walker went through can be chalked up to his, his humanity. You know the the, the the uh Sam's decision to give the shield up can be chalked up to his humanity. Uh, Bucky's anger towards Sam and his in, in, inability to 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 cope with his Winter Soldierdom can be chalked uh-huh. up to his humanity. At the end of his the day. Way. All of the characters felt like they were doing the right thing. Yeah. But doesn't anybody? I mean, Thanos well, thought he was doing the right thing. But Thanos knew Thanos. he was being a bad dude. Like <laughs> Zemo thought he was doing the right thing. No, Zemo, well, true. Mm, true, you're right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, every, every, even any villain feel like, uh, feels like they're no. doing the right thing. Uh, in no, their eyes. No, it depends Except on, well, it depends on their story. But that's like Honestly. I've always said, I know, I know we don't talk about, uh, like, Walking Dead and stuff, but, like, if you were to be on Negan's side of Walking Dead, you would think that Rick and them were the bad guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, eh. <laughs> Then again, like, <laughs> it, it, like, at that point, you're, you're, you're grading them on a curve because of their, you know, behavior. Like, Everyone in this show's actions, outside of a couple of, you know, human things here and there, can be justified. Right. Yeah. Justifiable, in a sense. Yeah, and and I feel like the show kind of suffered because of that. 
Unfortunately, because it's 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 an interesting idea because ultimately uh, I, I I saw an article uh, named uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a morality puzzle box because it's hard to really discern who you're supposed to be rooting for here. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sam's speech really was what solved the entire puzzle box. Yeah. Because it brought everything together the way it needed to be understood to get out of the sixth episode with some sort of growth and, yeah. and movability. So I liked uh, it. It just it. wasn't as good as it could have been. I agree. So I really that, do. That does it. Wow. I, I look, Man, I, our I side of the podcast is so much better than B side. I know. <laughs> so are, are, are we side a and their side B? Absolutely. Absolutely. Or are we side a and they side one? No, we're side A, they're Aim. side wrong. <laughs> we're side right, oh they're side wrong? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. I, every, right. Everything that we said was right. I can't imagine how they're going to top this. So, no. as I said, <laughs> I sh- shut it down now. Uh, but if you choose not to, uh, where where can we find you, Brittany? Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and live streaming on Twitch at Brit underscore the underscore wait. No, that's not my name. Hold on. I have to remember. Just kidding. Brit <laughs> underscore two underscore the underscore anyway. <laughs> it's a lot on all Twitter, social media. Let's just say social medias. That was a lot. I'm going to fix that. I'm going to work on it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You need a quick soundbite there. Uh, I know. Alden, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Alden Kirkland. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Alden's Manor because Twitter refuses to give me my name, which sucks. Um, and, uh, and and you can listen to Dead Sin Kids, uh, powered by Reality Breached. Yeah. Uh, with me and my friend Hunter Camp where we talk about music and other things. That, that show's barely about music. It's about life. It is Okay, so I, we have a review on on uh, on Apple Podcasts about our podcast. Mm-hmm. And it is it says, "Have you ever been to like a Denny's and just hanging out with your friends after a show and the conversations that come up? That's what the Dead Scene Kids is." And I'm like, "That makes so much sense." That's exactly what it is. Yeah. I love Denny's. Denny's I would never so go to good. a Denny's after a concert, but Waffle, like a Waffle House, House? absolutely. A Waffle House. At least a Waffle House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Denny's. Just, just for the record. <laughs> it's fuck like Denny's. really cheap though. Like really so cheap. is Waffle House. It is. But you know what to expect when you go to the Waffle House. Like you know the Waffle House is gonna be really gross and like nasty, but you still go anyway because you go for the ambiance. How, how do yeah, you think absolutely. You get flavor in you, there? Right. Like you, the experience. You go just for the lady that's got the that's got the apron on that's way too small because her breasts are like just taking out one side yeah. of the apron. Yeah. <laughs> like you you still go even though it's like super nasty. Yeah. But yeah, you absolutely. know that it's nasty. If like, you're when you waitress... go to the Denny's. You don't know that the Denny's is nasty, but it is, and that bothers you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not supposed to be because, like, you can't see them cooking your food. But it's gross back there, and you know it, so you don't go. Yeah. But, like, yeah, at yeah. Waffle House, you see it, the nasty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, you can tell how good Waffle House is going to be by how many cigarettes are behind the cook's <laughs> ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I'm here for it. Uh, okay. Is yeah, good or double yeah. cigarette good? 
I get, I gotta, <laughs> I get, we gotta throw to Reed. So, so take it away, Reed Walker, with our second segment. Thank you for listening. Hey there. Do you like nerdy things like comic books and video games? Or how about pop culture stuff like movies, books, and TV shows? You answered yes to either one of those questions. We may have a podcast that's right up your alley. I'm Robert, aka the Bear, and I'm Brian, aka the Beard. Each week, the Bear and I sit down and have a nerdy conversation about a new nerdy topic. We record that conversation and then put it out in the form of the Bear and the Beard podcast. And this is your invitation to listen. And not just that, but we also want you to join the conversation by talking nerdy to us. Check us out on YouTube and pretty much everywhere that you can listen to podcasts. We look forward to hearing from you very soon. Just type the Bear and the Beard podcast into your search bar. In the meantime, remember, stay awesome. Stay bearded and much love. Bye. All right, guys, we made it to this second segment because fuck that other group. We're the better group <laughs> and we're totally going to be better because we're here to talk about Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> and that's not what it's actually called, but I can't not fuck that up, apparently. So uh, today I have. Jarius and Jeff with me. Somehow I finagled these two fine specimens of human humanity. There we go. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll work. That How works. are you gentlemen doing today? And I actually care, by the way. I'm asking. I'm not. This isn't just paltry. I'm. How are you doing, Jarius? How are you, Jeff? I, I am doing fantastic. I had a, a fantastic day. Spent some time with my wife. Went around and enjoyed the. A nice city of Lawrenceville, Georgia, and Ooh. I'm prepared, fully prepared for this podcast, man. And we got a lot to get into, so I'm excited. Fantastic. Thanks for being here, of course. And Jeff, what about you, my friend? How are you? I'm, I'm doing rather well. I did not spend my day with Jarvis's wife. Um, <laughs> That's probably good. Yes. It would be um, a different podcast for sure. Yeah, it would be a different <laughs> podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Uh, good. As always, a pleasure to be here. It's definitely happy to have both of you. And I'm glad to spend a little extra time with both of you. I hadn't spent enough with you, Jeff and Jarius. Yeah. We ha- might have something to plug toward the end of this. So maybe. maybe. Wink, wink. <laughs> All right, fellas. Does anybody, do you guys just want to jump in on this and, and just, we'll kind of just talk Absolutely. about it? Or how, yeah. Jeff, do you have any preference? Any Any angle you want to start at specifically? Um, for the record, while he's thinking about it, this is all spoilers for the entire season. We're not going to try and nuance through and not say this or that. But so just so everybody knows, spoilers abound, possibly. Oh, Definitely. yeah, there, there will be spoilers. Everywhere. <laughs> Definitely. Um, well, let's give them maybe 30 seconds of, of something of non spoilers. What's your elevator take of like? Did you like the show? Did you not like the show? Is it okay? Stars that kind of thing. What did What did you think of it, Jarius? I think it's a natural um, progression of the Captain America corner of uh, Marvel. Okay. Because when you really sit down and think about it, of all of the characters, the only ones that are remotely quote unquote regular would be Hawkeye. Black Widow and Captain America. And of course that by extension would lead to uh Winter Soldier as well as Falcon. 
And this corner of the Marvel Universe kind of feels like it's a little bit forgotten in, you know, the build up to Infinity War and Endgame. Like, we haven't spent a lot of time with, uh, like, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and by extension, uh, Captain America, like, solo since, I would say, Civil War. That was the most we saw of them, you know, for quite some time. And to circle back to the stories that were kind of left uh, before the snap and the blip and, you know, dive back into their world, I thought it was a fantastic way to go. And I thought the way they handled it by kind of wrangling us back into, like, ground-level situations with political intrigue and a little bit of of, uh, espionage in there, I think they did a great job of getting us back to that universe and it was it was refreshing especially coming off of you know all the fantastical things that we saw with uh infinity war captain marvel Endgame, game then spider-man far from home and then um what was the other one one division it was it was great to be back on this like spy thriller level of the marvel universe okay i can dig i can dig that Jeff, what about you? For me, and I echo a lot of those sentiments uh, as well. It's, it's very well put. Um, for me, I rather enjoyed it. I thought there was going to be a bit more action, but I wasn't necessarily disappointed that there wasn't because, like, WandaVision was a deep kind of a deeper dive into those characters and dealing with the loss and the fallout from Endgame, which we get more of um, in, in in this series. And mm-hmm. you get to dig your heels in and really get to know and take your time with these characters that, you know, they're on, like you said, if they're on screen for just, you know, however little time. And to really see how Sam and uh Bucky just kind of react to each other was just your your typical buddy cop uh type dynamic which I absolutely love. I love that you know one's pompous and one's arrogant or you know whichever straight man funny man however you want to you know mm-hmm. put that into a box that always makes for damn good entertainment. Um but when they get away from that I was like, "Oh, everybody's getting along. I don't want to see that. I want to see a, just a little bit of conflict to kind of keep that going and i'm gonna throw a kind of a curveball there's a series called uh the adventures of briscoe county jr with um uh bruce campbell and i can't think of the guy's name and it's gonna kill me but he played um shogun shonuff in the last uh the last dragon he was a bounty hunter in that show and they were both at each other's throats throughout like the first five or six episodes and it just kind of starts to even out. And I'm like, man, come on. I like seeing that dynamic. Um, But then the series, I feel, also follows the paradigms that are set in place by the hero's journey, which is the basis for all storytelling. As as you go through that journey, you have the reluctance or you have the, the longing for something, you know, more. And then you have, you know, the reluctance, and then at the end, you have that that payoff, and that was a hell of a payoff. Like I was hooting and hollering and cheering the whole time. All right, and for me, I probably I probably felt this very similar uh, to you, Jeff. I really enjoyed the I'll call it a buddy cop thing, for lack of a better word. 
Because they, I, I don't know if that's exactly perfect, but it's definitely kind of how I feel. Because they do feel like, but it actually feels kind of literal. They're yeah. definitely buddies, and they just kind of bicker, but they don't maybe have those standard archetypes of, like you said, the pompous one or the arrogant one. But they, they have something. And I, I can't really put my finger on it either. Uh, I can put it on on the individuals, but not not them as a pair. Um, but I definitely was really into a lot of the character driven stuff of the show. Mm-hmm. But I just was the, the part. So, so this didn't bother me so much, but this is probably going to be the thing I talk about more mm-hmm. is that the show was really focused on these, on this global thing. And we really don't get to see the global thing all that much where you have the flag smashers and their whole thing is this big world issue when most of the show is really character driven, really dialogue one to one driven. But so it's kind of weird that the main plot and the main follow through of, of the show is this global issue and we never really see the global issue. Gotcha. So what you're saying is the Flag Smashers basically didn't have the same impact that Hydra had. I, it's not to say that they didn't have it or they couldn't have had it. It's to say that. I don't you think the show it. Yeah, you don't see mm-hmm. it. I don't think the show does a very good job I agree with that. of illustrating that where take take your example of Hydra in Winter Soldier. Yes, that's a global possible potential issue that Shield, one of the biggest organiza- intelligence organizations, is run by the bad guys. All this is terrible and there is some global world issues for that. But the movie focuses on mostly project insight right that they're going to start killing off people as they need as they need to so it's a more direct thing yes it'll become a potential issue if all this goes through the way they want it to but it's very personal to captain america and what's going on around him whereas the flag smashers is yeah the carly stuff is kind of going on around sam and them a little bit but like their complaint is the world didn't care about the refugees, but we never really see that. Hmm. I, I mean, yeah. kind of, it's a little bit there, but it just, I, I at least never felt, I, I never felt much for him. I appreciate the idea, but I don't really see the ramifications. So I think they're, they uh, relied on Sam to be that person as far as, you know, the representative for the refugees of those that are missing. However, sure. I do I do see where you're coming from as far as you really don't get the impact of that side of things really until I think one of the world leaders kind of mentions, um, you know, what happens when you've been going on with your life for five years and all of a sudden someone that you thought was dead comes back home and and it disrupts your home and things like that. And they bring it up, but they, to your point, they kind of bring it up too late. Yeah, and, and if, yeah. if that happens at the end when Falcon is giving his speech as Captain America, yeah, it that's a little too late. Mm-hmm. Like, I care. I still care because I do like that story thread of exploring what the MCU world has become and how people yeah. are impacted by it and how they feel about it. Excuse me. That's really cool, and I appreciate that. But I want to – at least for me, I want to see it. Like, like you see in – in game when Ant Man's walking through his neighborhood and you see the garbage piled about outside of everybody's houses. Yeah. Not saying that's perfect, but that's at least a exterior 
visual for the audience to understand, like, man, some shit's really happened. Mm-hmm. Whereas you watch this whole series, if they never talked about refugees, you wouldn't really know it that much. It wouldn't look different from the world we have. And it kind of lends itself to, you know what shows would have been able to do this? What? All of the Netflix shows. Because they have the heroes that are on that level that could deliver this story. Well, maybe sure. Yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke yeah. Cage, Iron Fist, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're all the yeah. hometown heroes, yeah. And I'm wondering, and I'm, there are some rumblings that uh, this may be setting up for, this show actually may be setting up for at least Daredevil and Luke Cage to return. Oh, that'd, um, be, that'd be cool. Yeah, and, and I'm those are actually the two characters I would be interested to see, or would have been interested to see a season occur during the five years of the snap, and another uh-huh. season occur after the blip happened. Just to see, you know, the ground level, what everyone went through, you know, once everybody vanished and once everybody returned. But unfortunately, those shows have been, you know, out of out of commission for a couple of years now. And and I want to give at least an alternative to say, you know, Captain, I've made the comparison to Captain America and what was going on in Winter Soldier movie. But, you know, fine. Let, let, I'm going to play try and play devil's advocate a little bit. That's not one for one. That's a movie TV show. Mm-hmm. A little st- whatever we'll just say that for the sake of argument wandavision also has a global possibility that they have to worry about that wanda's this omega level powerful character and can really mm-hmm. fuck up the world if she wants to and this and that but that's just not the story they pay attention to they they right. you know they catch it early and they're right on top of her so she hadn't impacted the world though she has the potential to and they need to stop her but it's still very it's very tight and personal to her gotcha it's basically in in the sense of what you're saying is like this basically takes place in their backyard yeah yeah (laughs) that's a perfect way of saying it yeah yeah Yeah. well i I think all fans just have started that that would be my only complaint and it's just part of the story though so it's kind of one of those things but it like take that away and man i think there's such a neater show if you take up if you kind of for the most part, right? Let, let's say it builds up to it, and at the end you have the Flag Smashers, and they start at the very end of the show. That's like season two kind of thing, mm. cliffhanger comment. But have most of it focus on John Walker, and and he be more of a attention. Bucky and what he's gone through be more of attention, because that's actually, and, and I'll come off and actually say something nice after this, but... That was probably a little disappointing to me where Bucky doesn't really get – he's very – excuse me, goodness. He very much is kind of a sidekick, and that's mm-hmm. – it's mostly okay. But I liked his story, right? He's, he's trying to atone. He feels bad for all the stuff he's done. All, and, you know, you see the flashback in episode two? Yeah. One? I, think I don't so. know. I think, it was, I think it was episode one. No, it may have been two. Where they okay. open up with him, and you're talking about the, the Japan job, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, that may have been... No, that was one. It was okay. one. Well, let's right just say that the earliest yeah. of the show. Yeah. Like, that's cool. You see what he does. You know exactly. he's with the, with the guy's dad, and that's cool. And at the very end of the movie, they have to just wrap up his stuff so fast. He just yep. gives the, psychiatrist, the, the counselor his book. He goes and sees the old man, tells him. They don't really have a conversation about it. He just tells him what kind of what happens, which is just really short. Then he goes by and he sees him and the waitress server, 
at the restaurant, and mm-hmm. and that's just kind of it. And he walks on, and and I guess that's kind of <laughs> fine. But man, like I just I like what he's going through. It's real heart, you know, pulls on the heartstrings to me. But they just don't really spend much time with him, which. I don't know. I guess I'm just supposed to. I should just be okay with it because it's. It just doesn't feel like the yeah. show should have been called The Falcon, mm-hmm. which okay. could have been I, fun. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, I, I like Sam Wilson in the show. And they kind of tease a little more about the Winter Soldier with the Wakanda episode, which I like. Oh, but sure. Yeah. Go back. Branch off and go yeah. over there. Yeah. Can we? Can we? Can we talk about that? Yes, yeah. please. Go ahead. What are you, what are you referring okay. to? Okay. Um, when Walker, you know, shows up as a Captain America diet. Um, <laughs> I like that. Great value, Captain America. Great value, Captain America. There you go. That'll work, too. Um, you immediately just hate him. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know, I was like, wait a minute. Why does Captain America look like? Um, Snake Plissken. I was like, oh shit, because that's Kurt Russell's son, <laughs> and that makes perfect sense. Fun fact um, that blew my mind. I didn't find that out until the finale. Yeah, blew my mind. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, and um, I didn't, I didn't expect, and and correct me if I'm saying this wrong. The, the Dora Milaje. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. correct. I didn't expect him to show up, and I was like. Oh shit! <laughs> and then when they bust up in the room, I was like, "Oh, please say something stupid! Please say something stupid!" <laughs> oh man, like, they fucked him up, dude. Yeah, they beat his ass. God, that shit was so good. Entire time, I was like, "Put your hand on her. Just do it. Please, just do it." I was like, and then it was go time. I was like. Fuck him up. <laughs> just do it. As I was yelling at the top of my lungs, man. It was like, That's are you okay? Awesome. I'm fine. I'm watching my show. Just just give it. Just, you know. And, oh, God. That that scene, just talking about right now, gave me just chill. Because yeah. it was just perfect. The action in the, in the series was was fantastic. But that, that's got to be my favorite moment. One, that's that, my favorite episode. Yeah. That's one of my favorite moments. Yeah. Hand down. That entire episode was awesome because it, it does. That is actually the first episode where I was interested in the John Walker story because there's the whole uh, the whole moral uh, push and pull of do I take the serum or not? Yeah. Throughout that episode, and then what finally pushes him over the edge is the Dora Milaje took his shield, and it looks like she was getting ready to take it back to Wakanda, but it. it like I like that that display of lack of respect. I'm not gonna call it disrespect. It was more of a lack of respect for him, because and it's also a reminder that he's following in the footsteps of Stephen Rogers. Yeah. And like one, nobody's gonna ever disrespect. accept him. Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to talk over you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, go ahead. Um, that. Go ahead. Yeah, I, but I'm gonna say, and and this is you know one of my main points was. Throughout the show, throughout those episodes leading up to that point, he was basically reminded all the time that nobody was going to respect him as much as they respected Steven Rogers, period. And that sealed the deal. And now he's like, OK, in order for me to be like Steven Rogers, I need to take this serum. 
But mm-hmm. it kind of goes back to the adage of Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. And he handled the great responsibility side of that horribly after yeah. he killed, you know, like a terrorist. And that cemented it. Like, there's there's only one, like Zemo said in that episode, there's only one Steven Rogers. You're yeah. not going to be able to duplicate that again. And nobody, no Captain America is going to be that perfect again. And they did a great job in that episode, kind of laying it all out there from... The beginning of the episode when you find out that uh Bucky has been cured of of taking that command and just going, you know, full winter soldier at that point, from that all the way up to how they ended it. I, I thought that was the best episode of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanna at least throw in a little bit that um Bucky talking shit to Walker was hilarious to me. I oh yeah. That was so great. Oh yeah. yeah. Doing great, John. Doing great over there, buddy. <laughs> Talking shit to him. Bucky hated him. <laughs> That's and one it, of the funniest things. It but. just plays so well because Bucky's like, what, 100-something years old? Yes, he and, is. Mm-hmm. And so I just I, – I, I love how his character has kind of evolved and you see him go from – you know, he's also taken the hero's journey. Everybody's taken the hero's journey. Yeah. Except Walker, I guess. But um, – well, no, he probably – he is too. But it's – you know, going forward, you know, how can you do, how can you do better? You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, Bucky just, you know, All shit good. talking him. It's just great. <laughs> just, yeah. And, and right. to, to kind of go into that, one of the things this show did a great job on, and it can't be understated, is selling you on Sam being the new Captain America. Yeah. Oh so from my side of things, I'm going to be honest, guys. I didn't want it. I, I, I was I was one of those people that was like Chris Evans portrayed the Steven Rogers character so well that it, I I just I was having a hard time accepting somebody else taking that mantle. I would have almost rather it either he come back some kind of way or they just leave the character alone entirely. And mm-hmm. this show understood that there are many people who probably felt the way that I felt about the prospect of Sam Wilson, you know, becoming the the new Captain America. And like, I have, of course, me being a black man in America, I have a lot of black male friends and a lot of black friends that are fans of this show. And it was almost universal that we liked Stephen Rogers better. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's going to really? come to a surprise to a lot of people, but yeah, we I, liked Stephen I Rogers am surprised. Better. Yeah. I'm a little surprised, to be honest. And well, I'm going to tell you when it turns. Okay. For me. Same episode when he tries to talk to Carly himself, uh, Falcon. Oh, and they yeah, harken the back. Time. Yeah, they harken back to the winter, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, where his job was to talk to veterans and kind of get them prepared to be back in civilian life. And that's a quality that, again, in those subsequent movies, kind of got lost as far as the characters on the Captain America spectrum of things. I thought that was great. They do a good job of sneakily selling you on him being, you know, you wanting him, wanting to root for him and be Captain America. He couldn't get along when he came back after the blip. Uh He couldn't... um, like it, the government basically tricked him into giving them the shield so they can give it to a blonde, uh, a blonde, blue-eyed white guy. Mm-hmm. And there were so many things. And you're like, okay, that's not right. But 
when you see him counsel Carly, then he turns around and, and he and Bucky go from this kind of av- well frenemy relationship to where he's like, okay, I've inherited you from Steve. I'm going to look out for you and take care of you. And then you you keep building to him not wanting to take the serum. He, he just, he can't even fathom wanting that at all. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was just so well done, the the build. And then ultimately you get to the big moment where he gets the, the new suit and, and all of that kind of stuff. But this show, I can't give it enough credit for not only selling me on um, him as the new Captain America, but also honestly getting me very excited for Captain America 4, which, of course, was announced shortly after the movie. I mean, the final episode was released. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So I, I totally hmm. get that. That's that's a really just well just thought out, you know, uh, point. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, now, now for me, I didn't have that attachment. Okay. To it now, of course, I know I've got all these movies on Blu-ray. Watched them all a million times. Lo- you know, loved uh, Steve Rogers' Captain America. But then, you know, we were we were building up. You know, it could have gone either way. It could have been Bucky. It could have been Sam. Yeah, it could have been. And when he when he showed up, busting through that window in full <laughs> suit. I lost my shit. The, I, yeah. I, it, I, was I just will like, say it brought, a, it brought a huge smile to my face. And I didn't expect to like that suit that much. Oh, it just looked so damn good. I was like, that's vibranium wings now, baby. You can't break <laughs> exactly. that shit. Exactly. You know, that shit can stop a helicopter. And it did. Yeah. Um, like, did you feel that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and just, you know, but. He's got to work on his fighting though, because yeah, and it showed him, and it, sh- and I like that he wasn't all just, you know, we, we're used to seeing him fly around shoot stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, you're gonna have to get in there and get like, you know, got to mix it up. Yeah, I mean, just martial arts style, you know, and it showed just how intimidating going up against a flag smasher was, yeah, but yeah. it it didn't lull you into a false sense of security. It just made him work for it because him getting, I think there's a lot of symbolism behind that, him getting beaten down over and over and over again. I was like, all right, that's it. I've had enough of this. And it shows that. And it echoes what Steve is like. I can do this all day. Yep. It did. That was a great point. It really did. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You're talking about with Carly in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah, man. Overall, in general. Yeah, like, I wanted him to say it so bad. It's like I can do. I wanted him to say it so bad. Yeah, or at I least think, a variation. I think they're saving that one. I think they're saving that for for four. Yeah, um, but he I maybe like doesn't have a reason to know it. But sorry, go <laughs> well, ahead. I don't know. He probably. I don't know, man. He, he exchanged a lot of stories with Steven, so right. I, I'm think pretty sure he came across. Right. Um, but I do like the fighting style they gave him. Yeah, it, it's they. They found a way to incorporate the shield into the, you know, the, his regular fighting style with being able to fly around and creatively use those wings and, and all of that. Now, instead of shooting guns, he's throwing the shield and he's figured out a way to adapt it to, you know, go with how he fought with the wings. And I thought that was cool. I think in Captain America 4, he's going to be a more efficient fighter at this point because it is his first stint with the shield. 
So I yeah. kind of was forgiving on that. Yeah. I kind of was forgiving on that. Um, but I agree. They definitely have to step it up <laughs> as far as uh, his fighting capabilities. Um, and on the inverse of that, I find, kind of found myself, and, uh, you know, people can think what they want about this. I found myself missing Winter Soldier Bucky. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like, he never really, you know, when he has like yeah. one or two moments in the show where he, he kinda just kind of like, out. Yeah. I, I want to see him just cut loose and kind of do that. And but, they give you a little bit in Madripoor where he has to right. act like how he was when he was the Winter Soldier. I'm like, come on. That, mm-hmm. You you just not being a killer anymore doesn't make you less of a badass all of a sudden. Like, yeah. um, And I yeah. saw a movie recently that kind of hints at that. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Nobody? I I, I've heard it about yet. it, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I've it kind of plays... It kind of plays with it, but I'm like, just because you're, you know, I guess docile at this point doesn't mean you don't know how to kick somebody's ass. And then when you see him give you a glimpse of the Winter Soldier in that one episode in Madden Poor, you're kind of like, okay, come on. <laughs> like, give us yeah. that. Give us some kind of a better hybrid of that character. Well, now he, we did at the end, at the, at the end, at the end of the last episode, he went all ham on them, dude. Oh, uh, the flag smashers when they had to distract him because he was kicking oh, his ass. Yeah, I, I agree. They did give you a little something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would like to see Bucky kind of learn. I, you know, I feel like there's a character somewhere out in the fictional world that would be this, where he was this bad badass and then turned good, but he had so he has to like relearn his abilities because he doesn't have the same aggression like he becomes a more whole or good person sort of thing i i I hope i wonder if they're gonna do something like that with bucky where he kind of finds a fighting style or a a way to be the badass he was but not through obviously anger and brainwash and all that shit i think i think the best thing to do at this point is to give him his all show Mm. but here's the thing Mm. yeah you have to make a decision. You either give us a, and I've played with this, so stay with me. Give us a show where you kind of get, or it could be a hybrid show, where you kind of show some of the, the old Winter Soldier missions and kind of pull us back into that world where he um he is still trying to, you know, atone for some things. But I know at the end of the episode, he basically atones for everything or, or the people that were in the book. But there's something that happens that, you know, kind of pulls him back into basically destroying the remaining Hydra agents because that's who mm-hmm. ultimately his enemy is. I think that would be one good route to go. Another one is a prequel series that may cover a time when um, when he may have been able to break the control of Hydra or, you know, go over some of those missions. And in that series, there are three characters that I would insert and it will ultimately make sense, but it will kind of push the movie. Okay. If you remember in The Winter Soldier, Black Widow says she's encountered him before. The Winter Soldier? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The sniping, yeah. her in there. I would put Hawkeye in there. And I would put, and this one is a wild card, I would put Killmonger in. Oh, I got chills. Because oh. if you think about it, 
all of those guys were badasses, and all of them have been like assassins at one point or another. Yeah, they're it all kind stand, of military too. Yeah, it would stand to reason that they are all aware of the Winter Soldier at some point in time during their career. And for the Killmonger story, I would have a situation where he was probably tasked with protecting somebody that they knew the Winter Soldier was coming after him, and he and the Winter Soldier cross paths, cross paths and just throw hands with each other for an episode. Hell yeah. Okay. And it, it kind of comes back that Winter Soldier gets the better of him, but it's something that's ingrained in his head and ultimately leads to empowering him on his journey to get back to Wakanda because he's probably thinking like, okay, if I had the Black Panther herb, I probably could have took him or something like that. There's a way to like to make a Bucky prequel and it'd be awesome. Or you could even fuse the, the two ideas together to have a, a continuation and a prequel go hand in hand and you kind of get flashbacks kind of like Arrow yeah. and the way oh, they no, handle yeah. that. I'm going to cut you off right there because you brought up some more bullshit. I'm, <laughs> I'm, about arrows. I'm, I'm saying the sentiment. No, 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 no. You already fucked up, A.A. Ron. Hold on. <laughs> Let me introduce Michael Yates because, God damn it, Zarish, you're saying some nice shit, but God damn it, I need to introduce Michael Yates. Welcome to the podcast, Michael Yates. How are you? Yeah, I snuck in through the back door and just sat down next to y'all. I'm sorry. Don't, don't, just don't, don't mind. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. Don't, I'm don't, mind, don't mind me, I guess. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and eat this sandwich. <laughs> I thought you had pizza. I'm multitasking. I'm multitasking. Well, in the meantime, Michael, we've heard more than enough from <coughs> Jarius and Jeff mm-hmm. right now and myself. What about you? What do you think of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so we can get kind of uh, caught up and we're all on the same page. Um, I will say, like, I did. I went into Falcon and Winter Soldier not really expecting a whole lot because I was like, I don't know if these two could. These two, I felt like those two couldn't really hold a movie. And there's like a series. Yeah, you have to throw some cameos in there, maybe you know, have them kind of do a world tour. And it, and I was kind of right because they were they were globe trotting for a second, you know, hooking up with Zemo and and um and and stuff like that. And I was like, okay. And when I when it st- they start to bring back the uh, super soldier uh, pass with um, what's his name, Isaiah Bradley? Is that did I get the name right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah, when they brought up Isaiah, I was like, oh, they're they're doing it. They're actually oh, and the shaping the entire idea of. You know, Sam Wilson not isn't just going to become Captain America. He mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot of um, a lot of history with it and the history of our country and what it has done with black men and especially to Isaiah. I was like, yes, they 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 actually handled it really well, and mm-hmm. no, and the fact that nobody's like completely on board with it immediately, regardless of Falcon's fame, it. I just, I just think they, they played everything just right. Like having Falcon be a little bit like, hey, I'm Falcon, but you know, you only cared that I was a Falcon after you realized who I was. You know, you, you didn't, you didn't care about me as a person normally. You know, when he, when he had to run in with the cops. Yeah. And you know, having time, they had time to play with that. And how many episodes we had in this? Like six or eight? Six. 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 And and even six hour long, close to hour long episodes. They got it. They they knocked it out of the park. I think they had everything there, and 
I'm I was very I was very happy with it. I like I I, I was actually a little more excited about like when I started watching a little more into this than I was WandaVision. And um, it, it surprised me. And it's like, okay, this, they did it. This is great. This, you know, you couldn't put all this in one movie. You had to make it a series. And if they do, and they, they, I think after the series, uh, after the last episode premiered, we got word that they're going to do a Captain America yep. 4. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yep, yep. I, I, either this was already in the works or they saw those ratings and they were like, shoot, you know. So I'm 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 happy with the the route they're going. Um, and yes, I do want to see more with Bucky. I think he's he's kind of underutilized. Yes, I like man. his story, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, Bucky, you 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 can really uh, focus on him too much. It, it just is too much. Maybe if they had twelve episodes, definitely get a little more Winter Soldier action in there. With, with six, with six, it was it was it was Sam's story. Bucky was along for the ride, and Bucky. Boy, he he got he he was gassing him up. He's like, you should have kept the shield. You should have kept the <laughs> Like what? Like I, I was I was okay with this when we talked about it in Civil War. Come on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bucky, Bucky, like like I love that they still like even though they kind of like didn't get along, they kind of did, and they still kind of went back and forth with each other. He still saw him as the most likely, you know. Yeah, he was uh, worthy to have it. The successor. Yeah, yeah he saw the him successor. As the successor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm glad you brought up Isaiah. Yes. I like that there was someone there, a black man, to keep him grounded. Yeah. To, to tell him, look, you're not the first person that when it comes to being Captain America, this nation has gotten over on. Mm. I'm going to tell you my story, and it was far worse. Mm. And basically, it's one of those things where where okay you gotta be you know Captain America and, uh, I hate this phrase but Captain America is for everybody and all that kind of stuff but at the same time I need you to keep it real once you have the mantle if that's what you really out here going for mm-hmm. the ideal of Captain America on the surface because of Steven Rogers really works well because it's what you know people in running Honestly, what white people want to see when they hear Captain America, clean cut, all American, good guy who, you know, it, you know, the, the American way. But even, there's even a dark side of Captain America. One side could say him knowing that Bucky killed uh, Tony's parents. That's a dark side of character, Captain America, the character. But a dark side to Captain America, the mantle is what happened to Isaiah. Mm-hmm. And. And Sam acknowledging that at the end and saying, we're not going to let something like this happen again. And thank you for your service. That was the perfect way to cap off his transition into being Captain America. Dude, I almost cried, honestly. I yeah, that was that, that moment. Ooh. That moment hit me more than the speech. Right. Like, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is mm, I'm getting I'm, I'm, I'm tearing up now. Oh, yeah. Ah. yeah, that was Ooh. excellent. That was an excellent book into that. Mm hmm. Did you guys actually read? I, I saw that they put it up online where you can read that whole. Oh, I got to check it out. I got to check it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's a nice. It was definitely a nice little thing. It, I don't think it's anything crazy, but it it, it just lines up really well with like what you said. It, cool. It's a really good memorial like, to that character and to what his history was. They're doing that a lot more now. Whenever they um, whenever they drop these uh, shows and these. Uh, 
characters that nobody might not have a background on, they'll release these comics for free. Uh, I think they did with WandaVision when it came to uh, yep, yep, they did. Her, ki- her kids, right? Um, yep. Yeah, and I was like, yes, this this is how you get people to read comics. What, what's who who is who? Whoever's uh, uh, running this marketing is, is I'm, man, they're getting paid. I bet. So they're, they're, so they're to, to get to your point, I just want to state again. I feel like this is just a running thing whenever we talk about Marvel. How well they do with characters who never should have seen the light of day on screen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What they've done with Baron Zemo, ooh, was yeah. fantastic. Yes. Yeah, I think the only bad thing they did with him was, and I say bad, it's it's the littlest of things. But I <laughs> I definitely want to touch back on Falcon before I forget what I was gonna say that no, when Baron does that, when they're at the tankers and Baron does that, he puts on his purple mask. I'm like, oh shit, he's about to do some, he's about to do some shit. I don't even know what shit it is, but I'm interested <laughs> in this shit. That man does a flip and does some bullshit, and then takes his mask off. And, and I'm like, it. that's the last time you see it. Man, fuck you! What are you, man? Fuck you guys! That's such a fucking cockbait shit. Fuck you. Hey, at least he put it on. I mean, it's, it's no, like, no, <laughs> no. It's unacceptable. No, he needs to fight in it, and a bunch of shit needs to. Happen. This man put on the mask. Say, I'm gonna put on this mask. I don't want to get any fucking sawdust in my fucking hair. I don't know. And then did a flip, and then took it off. Well, here's the thing. The actor that, that's playing Baron Zemo doesn't look like he'd be Baron Zemo. And that's why it works. That's like why that. he's able to infiltrate uh, the uh, uh, the security uh, say the Civil War and, uh, and, and, and get uh, Bucky uh, jazzed up. And I like that. And I like that this unassuming, meek-looking person is a I like that too. goddamn master criminal genius. Not a criminal genius. Just an evil genius. But he has a reason to why he's doing everything, and you you start to go, oh oh oh, you 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 aren't just like killing the kill, you're 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 leveling the playing field. You have, yeah. a, have a core, yeah. you have a moral foundation on what's right and wrong, and you do by any means necessary. Like he like he said when they were on the plane, it's like I was a baron before I was uh, part of hierarchy. Yeah. He let you know he was their dude. Yeah, he, he he was in charge of people. He took care of people. That's yeah. what a baron of those kind of lands do. He was he's the mayor basically of uh of uh oh god I'm about to say Latveria. Um, Sokovia. Sokovia. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I I've, I I'm I'm like. Uh, I, I like him. I like what he did. Yeah, I like that he gave him a little bit of action in there, and they they only kept him in as far as they needed him, and they put that motherfucker on a raft. And I was like, yes. So, so uh, read, and and I got something else to say about Baron Zemo, but you were gonna say something about Falcon. Yeah, I, I got you. Michael, listen to me. I heard yes. everything you just said, and I agree with you. Yeah. Well, fuck that shit with that mask. <laughs> That man yeah. put it on for 30 seconds and then never put it on again. It's like, flash. it's like the Flash Stop. taking his damn mask off in every episode. I'm like, what the yes. fuck? Is? But at least he's putting what it on doing? every episode. It's true, but I'm like, does he's anybody trying? even know who you are? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> my bullshit. That money maker. It's that money maker. That bullshit aside. So the Falcon thing, the, the thing I really like, because I liked the – his whole storyline with Isaiah, mm-hmm. I, I particularly from Falcon's point of view, more more when I say that, I you know I don't understand as much 
with Isaiah. I'm not going to pretend like I was a black Captain America during Vietnam, Korea, uh, Korean War, I think. Whatever. Old, old and, you know, days gone by. But I could understand Sam where I, I really appreciated the way they kind of laid it out for him, where he's got Steve as this framework for him mm-hmm. for the previous movies and just his experiences doing that kind of work. And then he has all this other experience. Isaiah is the other soundboard, the other, maybe not soundboard, yeah. but he's just the other fl- side of the coin where yeah. Steve was all the good or all the positive, all the however you want to frame it word-wise, and Isaiah was the other end. So he yeah, really and, and, think about what he wanted to do. Wanted to, yeah, he just wanted to tear him apart, apart to see why it worked. Meanwhile, that wasn't even a thought when, you know, it worked for Steven Rogers. Right. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, it, yeah, it's different eras in time. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, they right. they different mindset because they were like, man, I hope we never have to make another super soldier. <laughs> this shit is nuts, you know. But they're like, you know, the sixties roll around. They're like, you know what? It'd be great having more super soldiers. Having more super soldiers. We need another one of those. Uh, but okay, so where I was gonna go with the Baron thing? What do you guys think about the prospect of the Thunderbolts? Um, Oh, team being assembled. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go too far on that, Jeff, I hear you not saying anything, Jeff. (laughs) Don't think it's false on me, my friend. Yeah. Do do you have anything to say? Would you like to talk about the Thunderbolts? I thought you wanted to give the Yates some time. He's he's had his time. Look, I've I've known Michael Yates for a little while. I got, he's fine. He's fine. Okay. Well, no, I, I will say that before we get to the Thunderbolts, like me going into this cold, not really knowing, I say, I, I don't really read the comics and stuff like that. It's just me. I don't have anything against comics, of course, but I'm, you know, I tend to get more towards the visual side. I'm like, hey, we got a movie. Let's watch it. Yeah. But being introduced to Isaiah, I was like, oh, what's this? And then I didn't think he was going to be an integral part of the show. I thought it was going to, because it kind of, made you feel like, oh, it's a one-off and gone. I'm like, no, but Sam doesn't give up that easy. Right. And having Isaiah be the mentor that he goes to, I I absolutely love that. And I I just, you know. He's uh, a replacement for for Steven Rogers. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And uh, and Steve's still in his, he's still, he's still bobbing around at at the old folks' home, right? Yeah, and he's supposed to be in Captain America 4 as well. Or Or is he on the moon? Because I think that old Steve Rogers does like uh, help out with uh, Shield in the comics. Uh, yeah, he does. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm thinking that whole thing. Like, I thought he was on the moon. I thought, oh, old Steve's on the moon, just chilling. Because think about zero, you know, low gravity on old fo- old folks' joints. He's, he's, he's living his best life up there right now, hanging yeah. out with uh, Nick Fury on the, on the uh, Hollow Beach, wherever the hell that was. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's a he's got the sword base is chilling. Mm, uh, but yeah. but yeah, by Thunderbolts, that's why I'm glad Zemo's on the uh, on the raft because I, I feel like that's where the, that's going to be like the major staging ground for the Thunderbolts, and I can't yeah. wait. Oh, I hope they do it. Yeah, I'm going to tell you just somebody I did not expect to see, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Yes. Oh, I was like, wait. Yeah. What? And, and this is Dreyfus, right? It's, it's Elaine's yeah. character? Yeah. yeah. Julie Louise Dreyfus. She just nailed it. Yeah, mm. she did. She killed it. 
I don't know about like, that character, but yeah, she's great. Whoever she is. It, 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 when I saw her, I'm like, okay, they're definitely going to do something else. This is not somebody you bring in right. for like two yeah. episodes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, she's she's Lady Hydra, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I fully expect her and uh um the Power John. Broker. Oh yeah, yeah. To be the villains of of Captain America four. That's my I, expectation. I hope they don't mm-hmm. turn like. Mm, I, okay, I know there. I knew they were going to try to make him U.S. agent, but I, I'm still painting him up as a potential villain. That's so not fair for him. Like, I, I think just, it works. I think it works, and I think you get a good redemption story if you do it. Mm. I believe so. Uh, but on the Thunderbolts thing, I also believe John Walker is going to appear in that. However, they use it, I believe John Walker is going to be a part of that series or movie or whatever. It also now, you know, with the Thunderbolts, we kind of open it up for people to come back, right? Like, um, right. Do we the abomination? The abomination has to fill in as Red Hulk. I'm well, Before you go too far, Jarius, can can yeah. you explain the Thunderbolts a little bit? Because I'll at least speak for myself. I don't know that much about that team. Jeff, uh, I, you do you know? Or, or about Jeff, the yeah, whoever can explain. Well, and, and I'm just leaning on him because in case I get something wrong, I know Mike might know. Not, not really, to be okay. perfectly honest. Okay. Anybody, uh, Mike, do you know about the Thunderbolts? It, it doesn't have to be pitch perfect. Just doesn't to, have to be, okay. Just anyway. to run it, just, you know, elevator so, pitchy kind of thing, like so an the, idea. They're essentially the, the Suicide Squad for Marvel. Okay. Uh, led by Thunderbolt Ross, who also is, uh, oh. yeah, is, is okay. the Hulk's main antagonist for the, right. for, for the most part. And you, it kind of is birthed from he, as much as he hated the Hulk, he kind of became enamored and fascinated with what the Hulk was. Mm-hmm. And that kind of ends up spinning off to him being like, okay, I need a team of real soldiers that can get the job done. And eventually he starts to gather villains. Um, at one point, uh-huh. Punisher is actually a part of the team, and it is fantastic. Ooh. But um, okay. yeah, he, he gathers some villains and anti-heroes together and he comes up with this black ops team called the Thunderbolts and he actually enters it himself once he becomes the Red Hulk at some point in time but I think they're going to allow this is how Abomination comes back in to the Marvel Universe and I think he's going to kind of take that um, and they actually if you go back and look at Incredible Hulk they kind of set it up there because if you remember he, uh, he goes to meet Stark and kind of alludes to to uh, having somebody that can be a part of this team of Avengers, which is what Stark was uh, was starting to recruit for in the Incredible Hulk. And that's who he was referring to was the Abomination. I think he's going to just take that idea and they're going to pull that out their back pocket and be like, hey, you guys remember this from the Incredible Hulk? Here's what we're going to do with it. But they teased the Thunderbolts once before, but this was a better tease of it. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and Ross is yeah. the guy from uh, Civil War, right? Who introduced yes. the Sokovia Corps? Yep. That's Ross. Yep, that's yeah. Him. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's his nickname, right? Thunderbolt Ross. Thunderbolt Ross. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, so speak. Since we kind of touched on him for a second, so John Walker. What did What did everybody think of of him? And Jeff, <laughs> you start. Um, por favor, senor. Oh, uh, gracias. <laughs> um, de nada. I just, 
I, I hated him. Oh, never mind. <laughs> we need to we can start with Michael or some shit. I just well, no. I mean, you look go ahead, at go ahead. Um, you look at it from his point of view, coming into taking on Steve's legacy and stuff, and then you know not going to be accepted. Right. Um, but like just for me at the offhand, like coming at it from like, I, like you just really don't like him. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and then and then Loire is there, and I was like, hey, that guy looks familiar. I'm like, he was on the tick. <laughs> um, which, and he was, and he was a fantastic character in season two. And, if, and I was like, okay, this is cool. I was like, he's got a, he's got a sidekick. I was like, oh, Battlestar. I'm like, and he's dead. I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? Dead. I was like, no, because I wanted, I wanted more, but they had to have a catalyst to set him over the edge. Yeah. You know, but then you kind of start to sympathize with him a little bit. He's still a dick, but you know, I mm, just. Just overall, I just didn't really like him as much, but I guess that's what they were going for. Um, oh, yeah. Actor's fantastic, but, uh, you know, w- w- we'll see what, what, where, we, where he goes next. Mm. Michael? Craft in, craft in America? Crap. Oh. Crap. Towards, towards the end. Oh, what, what was uh, the other one? De- decapitation America? Yeah. Oh, my God. Decap. 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 That was really good. Um, we're we're but, so so everybody kind of knows where we're at. We're kind of going through the characters at this point. Mm-hmm. So feel free to just say you know as we're on people. So go well, ahead, Michael. Yeah, I got a bit on um on Walker. Like I, you kind of like I like. I mean the meme like the, the memes at when he was introduced that you see on Facebook is where Steve Rogers rarely introduced himself as Captain America. He introduced himself as Steve Rogers. Hi, yeah. Steve Rogers. Yeah. Walker introduced him as uh he said John uh Walker, John Walker, Captain, Captain America. America, like it's like it's a job title. <laughs> it did, and that, yeah. And that's the and that and that was that's that was the disconnect and a great writing there because it's it's like he didn't he saw it as the achievement of what a oh I'm the perfect soldier. Like I already have so many acolytes as a regular American soldier. This is the top. Mm-hmm. This is the big leagues, and that's where he saw it. I mean, like the whole, like even like the whole thing of going back to his hometown high school uh, to to introduce him to the public was like it's just like, bro, like this is like you just joined the 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 the, the whatever insert popular basketball team here, and you know you're just you're, you're talking to all your fans, and it's it it it, it was a it was great. It was artificial, and that and that was the point because that was the idea. He's an he's artificial, like he is a built Captain America. He is a bar. He's the he's the wish version of Cap. You know, rude. And, that's that's rude as shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's so yeah. rude. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's <but>. disrespectful. <laughs> hey, hey, you you buy it off wish. You gotta wait about three or four weeks to get it, but once you get it, it'll still work. It's not like the original, but it still works. Yeah, you know? definitely. You know, it'll short out after a couple, you know, you know, hours of use, and because that's literally what we got at him. And he lost it, and it's I can, I'm not gonna get into the into all the symbolism and everything of oh my god, I can't believe he he got blood on the shield. Cap never did that, and right because it's just that that's what we needed because that is the that's the theme the 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 theming of this is it's like a a nuclear warhead 
You just give it mm-hmm. to anybody, they're going to they're gonna mess up, you know. And I, I I I really hope there's redemption for him because he does deserve it. Because I didn't expect him to go full dark. The fact that he went and made his homemade uh, homemade shield and did, in my opinion, a pretty good fucking job on it, you know. And mm-hmm. and I was wondering what he was doing with his medals of honor, and he he bolted them on the inside. Yeah. And there's no there's no reason to do that except for it's like it's it's all about it's all about reminding himself that he's worthy, you know, that he is worthy of the mantle. But you know that he makes mistakes. So he had to keep they like they're there as a reminder. And I was like, oh man, they they actually put work into this. Like they put work into this character for us to feel something. And it's I'm sorry when you get a super soldier serum, bro. You need you need time. You need time. <laughs> you need time. You need like a year at least. Like and uh, yeah, like but that that's about it for for Johnny Walker. I, so for me it's to kind of catch you up with something I'd said earlier, Michael, and to be trying to be quicker about it on this one is I, I wanted him. So I said earlier I kind of wish the Flag Smashers were at the end of the series, like maybe they were kind of built up more in the series that they're more of a global issue, and that they I don't think the show did the best job at showing this global problem. They just talked about it a lot but we yeah. never see it as the audience. And so in, in place of that, I really kind of wish John Walker would John Walker, Battlestar, all that, all the government kind of stuff was more of the point. Cause like, so when the show started, you know, you don't know exactly that the flash masters are what impact they're going to have on the story. When John Walker and Battlestar meet up with Bucky and Falcon off the tank, off those uh, 18 wheelers or whatnot, like like you said, he's just grating. He is annoying. When you first deal with him, he's the fucking Skyler of this show from Breaking <laughs> Bad. And I loved it. I thought it was so great. That's exactly what he should – I was so wanting him to be that, just this annoying-ass government character for Sam and Bucky to have to deal with. And, you know, kind of what happened happened, but happened to John Walker happens to him in the same – metaphorical world but i i do like what they did with him for the most part i like that he i'm glad they didn't straight up make him u.s agent bad guy yet i guess mm-hmm. that, that he saves the truck of people instead of going after uh carly yeah so I, i'm interested to see what they do with him and i kind of feel for him I, I would be interested to talk to somebody who has a real military service and see what they think of that kind of character. Cause I'm sure there's gotta be, you know, I don't know if it's very overt and easy, but you know, there's gotta be a lot of weight to that where he was yeah. this really prominent military figure and then gets given captain America. And he thinks that's a great job, great thing for him. And he wants to do his best job, but he's just, he just Everybody buckles under the pressure. I think, I think this is Marvel's, this is Marvel just flexing at this point. They yeah. said, hey, we're going to challenge ourselves this time. We're not going to not only make you try and care about a character that you probably didn't even know existed, but we're going to make you hate them first, and then by the end of it, we're going to see how you feel about them. Right. And they that, were... That's they, fair, yeah. Yeah, they, they were able to, to effectively do that. I want to see where his story goes. I'm not going to say I necessarily like John Walker by the end of it, but yeah. I understand. 
like I, I kind of get his side of it. He succumbed to the pressure of of being Captain America. I he served in the military as well, and he was chosen out of I don't know how many uh, soldiers to to be bestowed with the the privilege of being Captain America. And from the onset, he was met with with um, I ain't gonna say hostility. He was met with uh, um, well. Hesitation or something. Yeah, he was made with plenty of hesitation and and really, really, uh, the the people that mattered just didn't like him. And the people that mattered in this situation, it wasn't, you know, the president or a senator or or even Battlestar. It was Bucky and Falcon that you wanted to impress. You got two Avengers, well, one Avenger. I don't think Bucky was ever sworn in or whatever. Yeah, Um, he he wasn't sworn in, yeah. Yeah. I don't think either. You, You have two guys who were were instrumental in saving the world many times over and those two guys and not only that they're the best friends of the guy whose job you essentially tried to step up in and those two guys are the ones that you would you know think would want to you would want to impress the most and work with the most because that's why he wanted to work with them exactly and for those guys to turn their back on you I would say, yeah, it has to be hurtful. Now I'm saying all that to say, I still think he's an asshole. Don't get me wrong with that. <laughs> but they did a good job of actually making you care about him. And, and yeah, that's sure. yeah, that's that's a, a, another <laughs> another tip of the hat to Marvel for doing that. Yeah, right. the tension was definitely there. It was it was, yeah. it was palpable. But yeah, then, it was. And then having him having Walker see Carly kill Lamar just because his, 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 his stress was already building at this point mm-hmm. and you could see mm-hmm. it as, as if you go, when you go back and watch, you can see the various levels of like, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's confident and there's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then no, he's getting knocked down more and more and more. And then he just snaps yep. and loses it. And then you feel sorry for me, like, dude, I like Lamar. I wanted to see him full on as Battlestar, mm-hmm. you know. But now, you know, I didn't expect that. Oh, him, him dying? You didn't? Yeah, no. I thought, oh, he's just he's sleeping. Oh yeah. no, nah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I saw them. I saw them. I saw them death flags. Well, well, that I think the the, the Malaje, you know, you, you you get put on your ass a couple times by Duran Malaje. They make anybody lose their mind. Like that <laughs> that that shit fucked him up. He's like, yeah. They, it's like like, and not even from a racial standpoint. It's more like they weren't even super soldiers. They, yeah. And, and, yeah. And and, and I love it. They're like, um. He's like, hey, you might want to go a couple rounds with Bucky before you tangle with the dude of Elijah. And I was like, oh. I just love that everybody was like backed off, like, no, this is this is you, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, yo, fight. We we watch it. (laughs) I would be very remiss also too if I did not mention uh, Baron Zemo dance party. Uh. (laughs) Which he will be opening up Hydra's newest dance club, uh, hopefully in the future films. We're going to kind of have to lightning round some of what's left real quick. So I'm going to just go on through a couple of the other characters. If anybody thinks of one, feel free to shoot it out there and we can discuss one if we forgot one. Go for it. What did everybody, and we're going to try to go in this order. Jeff, Michael, Jarius, and that's just kind of the way my bubbles look. 
<laughs> what did we think of Carly? Jeff. Uh, I mean, she was an okay character. Um, with, in the sense of dealing with the world that just seems to kind of like have forgotten her, like her struggle made sense, but if she had gone in and not, you know, went crazy, (laughs) you know, you could, you could definitely get on board with, with her struggle. Um, it's kind of a shame. It kind of ended the way it did. We don't get to see more, Mm. you know? Um, but she just, she got kind of out of control. Yeah. Big time. Gotcha. Michael, what do you think of her? Well, first I didn't, I didn't know what her age was supposed to be until at the end when he gave the speech said teenage girl. And I was like, Oh, well that completely yeah. makes sense. Why? That's that actually makes, a good point. Yeah. That yeah. Makes I didn't think about so that. So much like, I, I was trying like, man, come on now. You, this, I mean, I get it. You were poof, piffed away for five years and came back and, you know, you ain't a person no more, and you understand the struggles of all those people. And and I'm still thinking of the world of of Marvel. It's like, surely, if if I mean, if if I can, if my I as a person living in the real world can get sixteen hundred dollars for just having a kid, not doing nothing, there's got to be some more stuff in place for these people. And I get mm-hmm. it's half half the world's population, and this even in even in the civilized world where you know, oh, I don't have the house no more. I could see. I, I was trying to understand, like, this is an adult. Come on, bro. Like, you, 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 I get yeah. it. You're, I, but then when they say she was a teenager, it's like, you're radicalized. Yep. So, sure. Someone gassed you up or the whole thing just got, just pushed in and you're <laughs> like, man, I, I, what can we do? And then something, and then uh, Power Broker's like, I got the super soldier serum. I bet you want to change the world. And uh, so that, that I get why when you're, you're a teenager, and someone literally says, hey, you want to be Captain America? And you're like, I want to be Captain the world. One world, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, fuck these flags. And I get it. It makes so much sense. And and how she was able to kind of literally command powers. Like, all these people are either as strong as you, has more life experience, but you are leading them because you are just so into this message. That yeah. I want. I wanted more from. I I want to. I like. I want to see how this teenager. This like she could have been nineteen. You know, right at the cusp, rose to this leader status, and everybody's like, "Well, oh, she's the leader. She's the leader. Not not this big gigantic dude over here or the smart looking guy with the mustache. No, no, she's the leader." Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, and and I and I get it. I understand. I understand how she became that because all these people are looking for something you know they were they're already adults beaten down before the piff you know or blip or whatever the hell they want to call it yeah. before you know they're already living in the world of oh man nobody gives a hell about me and my and my my 30 year old ass and then they come back and it's even worse you of course you got a teenager that hasn't been beaten by the world before gets resistances like forget that mess i'm a super soldier now through due to strange circumstances let me let's let's run this it made sense to me her, her being a teenager and that shaping that mindset, given those powers, you like just like you know networking and and, and social media and all that's like only a child with, with Superman-esque powers can do this and make it work. And I I want I wish they could have explored it more. And I hate they I hate they got rid of all the other super soldiers. Just fucking ugh. that that I, I uh, that yeah. that bugged me. Right at the end, that bugged me. I was like, "Damn, 
You just completely remove them as an element. So, yeah, that, that was my thoughts on Carla. Great, great character. Totally makes sense with, with that speech, like, because that kind of lined everything up for me. At first, I didn't like her. And then I was like, oh, well, now I get it. All right. Yep. Jarius, what do you think? I think she's a great example of what happen when you, what happens when you grow up too fast. She mm. was snapped away at, what, 16? She would have been 21. Right. She I guess all so, five yeah. of those years. She was kind of thrust into a situation where she would have to make adult decisions. And she may be of an adult age, but she uh, and partially have an adult mind, but she's not an adult because she yeah. essentially was frozen in time. Um, yeah. I think they did a, a, a good job of kind of conveying it and because as the show goes on, her decisions become more and more rash and she behaves like a child. And mm-hmm. then, then it was like, if you don't like it, just kill them. That, that's the point we made it to. And it's kind of like it's kind of like Magneto without all the discipline that he attained as he grew up. Sure. And it, it, it mm. kind of it kind of shows you that side of it. And um, yeah, I think I think ultimately her tragic end coming from something that she essentially thought she was fighting against was poetic. She went into being a flag smasher thinking that this country is worse than where I am or this world is worse than where I am and I need to to make everything right or make everything a better place and this is commentary over like social justice warriors by the way Yeah, I think she went in thinking okay this is how we make a difference and then ultimately she saw that the power broker was essentially the same thing that she was lined up to go against just using her to for another means and honestly disregarding her just like the world you know disregard those that were snapped away that was a harsh lesson but it, it kind of comes to a po- poetic ending it kind of sets up for you to look forward to the power broker getting what's coming to her mm-hmm. but yeah that that's just how I, I just looked at that character that was there was a lot of symbolism with that that not necessarily saying that what the social justice lawyers are trying to do is hopeless or anything like that, but you don't have all the answers is what they're saying. And they and they don't. They don't. If you look on Twitter, it just it, it, with any kind of cause that has a hashtag, you can see it's a lot of people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about out there. But they have this voice and they're not necessarily using it responsibly, even though what they what they're trying to do is a very responsible cause. So I thought I thought that character as that as a symbol of that was very, very it was pretty good. Okay. Well, speaking of that, since you bring her up, what do we think of the power broker? What do we think of Sharon Carter? And again, we're trying to do an elevator pitch, a little rapid fire on this, but this is an important character. So try and yeah, hopefully we can all say enough. I did not expect that. Like, I kind of had a <laughs> feeling. I kind of had, like, I was like, wait a minute, there's something more to this. And I was like, all the things, like, man, if Peggy was here, she would kick your ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I didn't like it. I love mm. Peggy Carter. I love that series. love that character. Oh, like, this, 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 this hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> yeah. That was tough. Yeah. I mean, overall, she's a great character. But, like, 
I get they're trying to do something different um, and kind of subvert expectations. Um, maybe Hydra is going to come back in a huge, huge way because I we didn't get enough time with Hydra because they're a yep. huge deal in in the comics and we only kind of got like a little taste. So I guess in the sense of this, if that means we get way more Hydra, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, we should probably get more Hydra later, and I'm sure they'll do something like, oh, after the fall of the shield, we d- grew in strength over these many years. Yeah, some shit right. like yeah. Michael, what do you think of Sharon Carter and the Power um, Broker? Like, uh, I, I, I was, first thing I thought was like, oh, okay, hey, they brought her back. And then when I started seeing everything happen, I, I put two and two together, I was like, yep, she's a Power Broker. Yeah, because her 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 whole like thing like oh my country betrayed me and everything I did yeah yeah like I I was trying to help out Captain America and all y'all get pardons and I don't and it's like how does how did you not get pardoned right Everybody now it doesn't got pardoned yeah. like you 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 could have used your 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 clout by itself should have gotten you a, a a court hearing it's like you ran but that's what made that's what I was like. You didn't go and try to get a pardon. You went, you, uh, that's why I'm thinking, it's like, bro, like, how long were you the power broker? Because it, yeah. it, it, it didn't make any sense, like, like, what, say what, how, how long has it been since Civil War? Eight it's years? About, I uh, think I can't answer this question. It, it's about, what, it is like seven? Seven? It's at eight, least. It's fine, yeah. Yeah, it's, no, right. no, it's not that. It's not, yeah, well, yeah, it'll be about six or seven. I mean, it's at least five, right? Because it's yeah, at least snap. five for the blip. Yeah, so it's like you didn't get blipped underwear, and like that's a, that's the only thing I can think is that she didn't get blipped. Everybody else did, and the world was already in such chaos. Maybe you couldn't get a, a court hearing and say, "Hey, I'm, I'm Peggy Carter's daughter, the granddaughter. Like y'all hooked me up. I helped out. Y'all get Captain, you know." Maybe yeah. all the chaos, and she was, and she just like slipped into the role of, bro, like I'm, I'm over here in, 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 in Dubai, and, 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 and insert foreign country over here that that can do seedy underbelly black market stuff, and she just like, just oh yeah, I'm good, I'm, 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 I'm insanely rich and powerful, and you know, cloak and daggery, you know, whatever. You need help? I help you. I help. You know, and it's just like. This is a this is this seems like such a long game that yeah. like and it's like it's and it's I'll, I I I'm, I can't wait to see more outside because it just can't be oh for money you know oh this is for money this, this yeah is, this her is, reasons will be interesting yeah it's almost to piss it's it's almost like to piss off daddy kind of thing but you're pissing off granny um you know because it it didn't make any. It didn't make any sense. Like, I want to see this character have this whole, like, yeah, yeah, bitch, and I fucked your boyfriend. Ha-ha, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I want I want to see her just be, just not like Granny Peggy, because her standards are so high. She always talked about not dad, not granddaddy Captain America. Oh, it turns out Sad kind of maybe be granddaddy Captain America. You know, like, I, I, I know how they played with that, saying that she didn't, she didn't, uh, that she what she married had and didn't have kids or i still don't know how they did that like i i, I tried to watch something that explained why uh uh sharon isn't cap's like granddaughter or anything so they never got married 
Yeah, they, yeah, they, 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 like you said, did they just hook up after her husband died or something? No, 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 let's not, let's not get into that. Yeah, Peggy, Peggy is, is her aunt or whatever. Oh, I thought it was so, her aunt again. Nah, nah, no, it, that was her, it's, that's her, her. Yeah, that's oh, her. I'm, I'm yeah. way off then. Okay, well yeah. then, all right, well then, yeah. there you go. That's all I have. Jarius, go ahead. What do you think? So I think, and I kind of fought back against it when that theory was out there. I was like, oh, it can't be that simple, right? But honestly, it makes sense. Yeah. I like that twist. I like that setup because it goes back to, you know, her being in, in Civil War and, and uh, the Winter Soldier and, like, that character development. I'm going to tell you exactly how she didn't get a pardon. I think this is what Marvel's going to do real quick. Mm-hmm. Go back to Infinity War when uh, Stephen Rogers and, and Black Widow and um, Falcon and all of them, when they saved Vision and yeah. Wanda, they went back and Thunderbolt Ross wanted them arrested. Like he, he was a whole alien invasion going on. He didn't care. He wanted them arrested. After the snap, I'm pretty sure Thunderbolt Ross was left. And Peggy probably reached out for a pardon. And he denied it. And he mm. probably had some people to try and hunt her down, which led her to get to Madripoor. She probably took out the original power broker over those five years and took over Madripoor. And then when everybody came back, she was still doing it. And mm. she essentially leveraged the flag smashers to get back good with the U.S. so she could go back and, and have those secrets and stuff on her. That's what I'm thinking the explanation is going to okay. be. Okay. As to why yeah. she couldn't get a part. Like that kind of that. Long game. Long yeah, because yeah, okay. he, he like Ross is one of those guys that that. I mean, look at the Hulk. No matter how many times the Hulk will save Betty, he doesn't care. He wants the Hulk put down. And yeah, then the snap didn't make him just all of a sudden <laughs> one star yeah. handed out parts. He probably pardoned her, and it probably wasn't even up to him. But he probably pardoned the rest of the Avengers for their efforts. But Sharon Carter, hell no. Yeah, maybe if if she gets brought back again, let's say they do a season two or Captain America four or whatever. Yeah, maybe they'll do a little mini flashback for her. I would look so, at a mini, a mini series of her. Or sure, you know that they could do a little comic like you guys were talking about earlier. Maybe something that fills in the gap like you're talking about right now. And uh, also in, in those five years, going back to what we were talking about about how hard it was on characters. Think about Hawkeye and what he went through when the Endgame came around. Oof. And he was essentially a different, a, a completely different person. He was out here killing basically all the villains. And you could even tie him into the Sharon Carr Madripoor. Probably. Because yeah. he, he might have been, Ooh. maybe not Madripoor, but he was she somewhere might, adjacent, maybe. Yeah. yeah she might, when you first meet him. She might show up in the Hawkeye uh, series. I, sure. You know what? Now that you, th- now that you said that, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Pretty baller. Well, guys, we have one more character, and it's a pretty critical one how we've missed it. But you know what? Save the best for last. Brittany, our good colleague, Brittany Seeger, would be happy. We have a single black female, Sarah Wilson, to discuss. What did you guys think of her in the series? Did uh, Really? Uh, oh, go ahead, Jeff. I guess Jeff starts. Yeah. yeah go ahead. I, go liked, ahead I liked her a lot. You know, it. it she... When you've got all these, you know, heroes going off doing, you know, big saving the world stuff, she, I felt that she kind of grounded 
the series, you know, mm-hmm. and kept um, sure. like the glue that is, you know, you see that family dynamic and it was really cool to see um, that aspect. Her and her and just her, the, the, the chemistry between her and, and uh, Sam were, were, was, were fantastic. And of course, as the, the series progresses, you know, you go through their struggles and what they're dealing with, with their family after coming back from the blip and all of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then seeing, hey, like Bucky's like, hey, <laughs> you know, I want to see more of that. I want to see, you know, <laughs> get get those get those fights going. He's like, don't look at my sister like that. <laughs> you know, but I I really liked her character a lot. I'd uh, I'd like to see more of her in in, in future stuff. Okay, Michael, what do you think? Um, uh, first thing I thought, uh, Bucky Bucky is going to smash. Yes, he's going to be her kid's stepdaddy, and <laughs> Sam's going to have to like it. Uh, he, you see him with them kids? He is great with them kids, okay? I got a metal arm. Right? That Everybody was awesome. Wants Everybody wants a cyborg daddy. Come on now. I like that they gave him, since he, he doesn't have a wife or girlfriend or anything like that, They need, Sam had to have some kind of family element. And... Um, I'm a little confused because she because did she, she got I guess she got uh, blipped and the kids didn't like I don't know because I don't I don't no she did. she didn't no that they, they didn't get she and the kids didn't get blipped but like Sam and everybody else around her or a lot of people around her who could have helped her did okay well it, it made it sound like she you know what she had said um well you know how can you work when you don't exist for five years. And it's time. she she was talking about him. She was talking uh, about saying that yeah. he had no income. Right. But um but yeah, so I I I like that they gave him a family to be granted. I'm glad they were active and weren't just like a one off or a two off um yeah. thing and then cuz you you had to give you had to give stakes having like Carly knowing about her his family and and semi threatening them and shit like that. You know, that that'll get anybody up, you know, going because he because something that we don't see we don't see too often with these publicly known and famous superheroes, like the ones that the ones have identities we know about, everyone's like, man, you guys do pretty well in not having your your girlfriends and families and fathers and mothers cannot kidnap by the evil bad guy, you know. So th- we're seeing that more and more now that they're you know that they're going to be threatened. Like I get I feel like that's going to be a major thing in Spider Man, um, the new the new Spider Man since you know yeah with the release supposed, of his persona and everything himself now so I, i'm i'm glad they do they they're they are throwing the family elements in there because it's something that's on, you're only going to see you know oh no they tied so-and-so to the train tracks you know it's the only time we ever see something the hero uh care about get taken away but they didn't do that they 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 played at the real stakes the real the real big problem having a place to fucking live and 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 having a normal functioning life and keeping your livelihood together like i Again, they 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 knocked out of the park with having her there in conjunction with Sam, and their chemistry was really good because I could believe they're brother and sister, like easily. Especially that phone call when he was talking to the uh that uh the not power broker. I thought that was that was great. <laughs> yeah, Jarvis, what'd you think? Uh, I think she was dope. Uh, I definitely think her and Bucky are gonna end up having a thing. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna get a season two of this show. They 
may like put it into like Captain America 4 a little bit or something like that. Man, Captain America 4 is going to be loaded, especially based on what we're talking about. Right. But, um, but yeah, I, I can I can see that being the case. So I thought she was a dope character. I thought like um, Leo's Jeff alluded to, she, she did a good job of grounding him and made Sam feel a little more real. Yeah. Yeah. I- all, all the stuff going on with her, I kind of feel like that. Like that made me like the non Flag Smasher stuff that much more. Just all the personal stuff that's going on and seeing how they're dealing with it. Because that's kind of what she was talking about, what the Flag Smasher stuff was talking about. Now that I think about it, like Sarah Wilson is kind of that. Right? She's the example of people, not, not the coming back and spawning in their old house or something. But she is just kind of the people that were left, and that's it's nice to see that in the story. But we are running a bit long, fellows, so in the spirit of time, does anybody have anything to plug? Hint, hint, wink, wink. Please do everybody come out and check us out on the Shellheads, a TMNT podcast, where we talk about nothing but Ninja Turtles, 30-plus years of... Just the good, the bad, and the ugly. Damn, Jeff. <laughs> that podcast sounds dope. I sure hope other people listen to it. I do mm-hmm. And if you guys get a chance, listen to Debriefing and Cocktails. That's something that me and Sergio do where we talk about James Bond stuff. And we're getting close to being done because we want to see this new movie. This No Time to Die, allegedly. We'll see if it actually comes out this year. Jeez. Jarius, do you have you got you got a thing over there? You know, little, Go little follow thing? me on Facebook at the Unapologetic Geek, please. Thank you. Excellent, Michael. Are you doing any shenanigans of any sorts that you'd like to throw around? I have some things in the work, but they're too not safe for work, so I won't um I won't mention mm. them. Okay, maybe we'll find out in the future. Michael, Jeff, Jarius, thank you all so much for participating. In this podcast, our next one will be about Mortal Kombat. Oh yes. Oh boy. And we'll uh we'll see how that conversation goes. Love but thanks so much. You know I can't mean it enough. Thanks so much uh, for your time and contribute contributions. That's a that's the word I think. Yeah. Contributions to this podcast. So thank you very much. And to everybody who took the time to actually listen to, to all this bullshit. You know, thank you too. You're you're real fancy. You're so fancy. So fancy. So so fancy. Thanks everybody for your time and listening ability. Stay classy. Thanks for listening to Reality Breached. Be sure to check out our other great shows like the Black Pocket Podcast, Shellheads, and Dead Scene Kids, all available on realitybreached.com.